22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. Nothing smart to say. That's what I'm going to say for the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Say what you want to say. I know you wanted to say that. I have nothing to say. I'm a, I'm a kind, gentle soul. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll say it. how you usually talk. Oh, my goodness. The fourth <laughs> voice. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 76, one of my favorite numbers. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me always is the man who has given birth to our app, but I'm still expecting a subliminal message code to worship him. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Uh, it's already happening. There's no need. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's mafia things up a bit. Joey, burn down the ship. Clamps, burn down the crew. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and always with us is the man who who can see the good in everything. Even Ben Affleck's Daredevil. RT Square, Ralph the Tech. You know, when you think about it, it must have taken a long time to come up with the concept of procrastination, right? Uh, <laughs> next uh, and it starts early of course and in our guest chair today is the man who was lost to the podcast for god knows how many weeks i mean i would guess that um you know he asked his boo for permission to come on the show but actually he's trying to he's trying to hold on to the record that he holds because he knows kipster tom is on to it but actually he's probably here to talk about batman so give it up for the lost one big kev I am the host you need and deserve. Oh my goodness! Damn. <laughs> <laughs> With all that absence, we what is it? He gets a yay. So what about our other guest? That it's called this? the triumphant return. <laughs> <laughs> the prodigal son has returned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, we're glad to have him on. So let's go on to what we're talking about today. Today we got a great show for you. First, um, like I said, it's the reason why Kev found us. Actually, let me do it the other way. No, I'm sorry, I got it wrong. <laughs> Well, this show's going to take a little longer. <laughs> I guess I guess an hour 38 happening. Huh? <laughs> All right. Like I said, first, it's the reason why Kevin's here. We will discuss the new DC animated feature, Batman Bad Blood. Then we'll get to dissect the movie about the Merc with the Mouth. Yes, we will discuss the much-hyped Fox movie, Deadpool. But first, we will ask MFG to empty his pockets and have him show us what he's got. No, 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 no. We're not talking about BBC. We're talking about the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. I don't keep my BBC in my pocket. That would be weird. <laughs> it's <But> detachable? <laughs> exactly. Isn't it like quick access? Like there's a hole in your pocket? Like, want to see what I got? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like a puppet. Why are you smiling with your hands in your pocket? <laughs> It's like high school with a hole in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> I'm learning new things every day. Oh, my God. So what you got there, MFG? All right. The, 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 I can't even talk. I'm capped today. <laughs> the, the dynamic duo from Lock and Key series will be teaming up once again. Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez are the minds behind the upcoming Tales from the Dark Side all-new comic book series. The TV series was originally created by George A. Romero of the zombie fame, but the series will be very meta as the Tales from the Dark Side TV show will actually be a late night cable offering within the pages of the comic book. Mm. Uh, the comic book series is scheduled for release in June 2016 from IDW Publishing. Oh, um, I it, cannot wait. G showed me that yesterday. Oh, I was yeah, very she surprised. sent it to me. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shout out to G. She, she did her research like, oh, my God, I can't wait. I was like, oh, very good. How come I wasn't on that email train? It wasn't, she just sent it to me on Facebook. I don't know where he, oh. he's married to her, so he has to talk to her. <laughs> Shout out to G. She listens to the show all the time, so no Oh, more. well, then I meant he loves talking to you. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> As 
as do we all. <laughs> Kev, was oddly, <laughs> Kev was oddly silent about that, though, so take that into consideration. <laughs> I love talking to Gigi. <laughs> yeah, I, he says now. No, 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 no. You no, can't no. help but hear her. My, my. Thank you. <laughs> you might get slapped. Oh, I will. Yeah, but two weeks later when she finally hears it. Uh, <laughs> what else you got there, Mike? All right. Who's Asian and kicks ass? All right, that list would go on forever. But who's Asian and kicks ass in the upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 movie? Well, that will be Mantis. Old boy actress Pam Clementif will play the um, empathic grandmistress of martial arts uh, in the coming movie. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Kurt Russell, Elizabeth Debicki, and Chris Sullivan have been announced as new actors to the film. However, their roles have not been revealed. All right, interesting. Mantis? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll be weird to see where that one goes. I mean, because she's not like a popular character right. by any means. And then, I don't know if this is in your quick news, but wait, do you have any other Guardian of the Galaxy quick news? Nope. Okay, then let me just throw this out, out there real quick. Did you hear that, that they said, they confirmed that they are not adding Infinity Gauntlet anywhere to the Guardian of the Galaxy story? Well, they story. mentioned that beforehand. But, yeah, but I they, think now they, they, they oh, made it very definitive. Okay. They said, yeah, we're not doing... I mean, I don't know how you feel. I don't know how I feel about that. You have a galactic story involved in all your major Marvel franchises, and the one that you deal with, star, that, um, with intergalactic stuff... Has nothing to do with the. Well, they, they are going to make an appearance in uh, in the Infinity Infinity Wars movie. Clark okay, but as we expect, I think they had already said that as well. But what but is weird, and what Cap is saying is, it's not like, for instance, Guardians One had nothing to do with the Infinity stuff. It, it has everything to do with it, yeah. you right. know. So for them to go like, well, we're not going to include anything. It's like, well, your first movie had Thanos and two Infinity gems in it. Mm-hmm. Why does this suddenly have nothing to do with the Infinity War? You know, not to mention that the cliffhanger was yeah. related to the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, no, exactly. Right, exactly. As, as, as I'm kind of like, that really makes no sense. But I mean, I mean, Marvels uh, they say they know they know what they're doing. So yeah, I mean, you know. But on to brighter things, or I, I don't even know what your quick news is. So on to what you're gonna say next. I don't know if it's bright or not. But if you're like me, you have probably spent countless hours wondering what it was like when Iron Man had pizza face acne. The Black Widow was in a training bra, and the Hulk got his first neon green pu- oh, pubic hair. Oh, I know this but is. now the wait is over. Marvel and Tiny Co. have joined forces to bring us a mobile app game featuring teen versions of the popular Avengers team. The youthful team will be in college where they will train to use their abilities, explore their social lives, and fight against the forces of evil. The game dynamics will resemble an evolved builder game. Players will be able to upgrade characters with training and battles, and you will even be able to build relationships by taking other Avengers on dates. That's just weird. Uh, there will be a large range of playable heroes from you know, Captain America to Spider-Woman. Uh, missing from the game will be Spider-Man, the Fantastic Four, and X-Men, but Tinyco art director David Nakayama says that he can neither confirm nor deny whether these and others will become available, um, but that his team is planning on bringing in as many Marvel characters as possible. That just brings uh, new meaning to the terms Hulk smash. (laughs) (laughs) For all the 12-year-olds in the audience. Um, Hulk learn he bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Power bottom. I didn't think it was college. I thought it was high school. So so it's kind of interesting. And that's such a different take. Because now I feel like, well, I mean, yeah, it's college. And I know that, you know, you get a certain audience to get it. But I don't know, like. It, you just mentioned some of the things you mentioned the relationships I'm like okay yeah. what next like you know um, there's gonna have a, a, a rousing game of get a beer pong and shit yeah I just don't you know spin the bottle flip cup <laughs> hazing <laughs> seven minutes in heaven if, if with Tony and Cap if we're playing flip cup I want the Hulk on my team ah there you go <laughs> uh, also you know um, um, t- on 12 hours on a financial aid line just saying <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I mean, it- Mr. Banner, calm down. You will be called soon. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hold it much longer. <laughs> All right. What else you got there, Mike? All right. The heroes in a half shell will be fighting the good fight on Xbox One. Activision's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutants in Manhattan, video game will be based on the continuity of IDW's version of the popular quartet. Ooh. A trailer for the game has already been leaked online, and it looks awesome. Wow. No release date has been provided. Oh, Ralph just got sad because you're Only stuck with PS4. Xbox One? Only um, X- that's what it says, yeah. Only Are you sure? Yeah. That's what the article said. If it's X- updated after that, I have no idea. Xbox One exclusive. Go well, get yourself an Xbox One. Puto. Uh, when are you not going to be home? <laughs> well, I, I want I'm now. Gonna, <laughs> fight my wife for it. I, I gotta go make a call. Hold on. Fight, you fight her for it. She's gonna be playing it. <laughs> no, because she's stuck on that wrestling game, so she ain't gonna. And that and Tomb Raider. So that's important. Yeah, turtles. May, you might want to get. I think you should look at the uh, the trailer if you haven't seen. It's really cool. It's um, if anyone remembers. Uh, what was it Ultimate Spider Man? Yeah, for Xbox and how it was. It looked like a comic book drawing. It looks yeah. very much like that. Oh, I love so it. So it's shaded very much like a comic book. I definitely. Oh, ah, yeah. that sounds fantastic. Yeah, so it looks really cool. That's if dope. it's only for Xbox One, then I might have to go steal the caps then. Yeah, well, that's fine. Shit, well, he man, won't miss it. You, you, you don't have you don't have the same um, transportation anymore. So try to get up that hill, and then we'll talk about what it. Talk- it's warm. I came on my motorcycle today. So oh I boy, right. well, by. <laughs> I'll get I'll get there before you do. Nah. Anyway, <laughs> alrighty. Now faster than you can say some hip. Pop culture reference. Sprinkle some it with, yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> sprinkle it with some foul language and drizzle it in sexual innuendo. Fox has already greenlit a Deadpool sequel before even the movie premiered on Friday. Uh, yeah. Ow! yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> the, the film screenwriters, Rhett Reese and Paul Warrick, are currently working on the new script, but director Tim Miller has not been signed up for the sequel so far. However, it is Uh-oh. believed that Fox wants to keep the creative team together. I don't want to give up my hand yet. Um, about how I feel about that, but wow, they greenlit the movie before it even. Yeah, before the movie opened, they had already greenlit the sequel. Cap, wow. that's not where your hand goes. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. No, <laughs> but I mean, I, I don't want to give up my hand because it's the second half of the show. But right. interesting that they they've made a decision a decision so fast. Yeah, and especially I know that Mike and I um, we've talked about how much money they've put into this already. Yeah, with advertising and I mean everything they put so much into this. Yeah. Like, have you guys uh, on social media? Have you browsed the? Uh, I don't know if they come up as advertisements. The Deadpool shirts. Yeah, I've seen some. Of I mean, I've seen those different ones, but, you know, but I don't know which the, one. The one that I keep seeing is uh, this girl loves the D, and then it's Deadpool stressed out in the Burt Reynolds pose. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. That's funny. really clever. All right, that's pretty funny. But yeah, we'll we'll talk more about Deadpool when we get to Deadpool. I can't wait for that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's all I've got. Wow that's, wow, that's all the quick news? It wasn't For a lot two of weeks? News. It wasn't a lot of news going on. Yeah, I know. I was trying to find some counter news also. I didn't find anything there. Ralph? Yeah. Uh, if it's not about you or tanks, do you have anything else? For those of you that are wondering, Ralph is still awesome. So just hang in there. Except that you don't watch The Walk. Oh, you watch The Walking Dead and you criticize the best episode of all time? She was horrible. That was horrible? Yeah, Which horrible. episode? This last episode just passed. The, the, the first of the new um, of, after of the, the, the season, yeah. All right, you know what? Hit the button, end the show. We're, we're, out, we're out of here. That, like, and that's that our episode, show for today. That, oh, my God. That episode was just amazing. And I can't wait for us to go to go over like that part. But I mean, it was just fantastic. I don't know. I can't great. understand how you don't like it. Look, real, real quick. I'll just say this. That one episode forgives the entire first half. I had no problem with any part of it. I've never had a problem with any season of The Walking Dead. Any Ever. season? That's no. Not any season. No. I love it, but I mean, there's a couple seasons. I'm like, okay, First yeah. halves of Walking Dead tend to be the most 
melodramatic, boring. uninspiring, dull, boring. and slow boring. parts of the it's, show. It's all character development. I mean, which, the whole show is character development, but the first half is especially important for the character development so that you, you have can. some feel <laughs> when things happen. And Correct me if I'm wrong. I thought you guys said on a previous podcast that the episode with uh, the dude with the stick was completely unnecessary. Which one? The one with it, where Morgan and that, that, that throwaway episode. Show, yeah. It was like, oh, I probably said that that was probably the one episode that I would say would be closest to being unnecessary. But again, that doesn't stop me from. I said the whole season, not every single show. Right. <laughs> you know, also, I love I every this, season that, of that. That episode could have been half an hour long. Yeah. Not, not an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. That last episode, everyone that died deserved to die. I agree. Yeah, they did, but that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> they should have been dead already. In like the first episode of the season, I, no, well, not, not, eh. exactly my point. He just went over. He reached too far with that point. I'm just saying, <laughs> but this is Sounds not like a Walking Dead episode it's at all. Not, it's <laughs> that, not. that first episode should have just been like, okay, he's dead, he's dead, she's dead, he's dead, he's dead, she's dead. We'll get to we'll, that sometimes. So, but I just wanted to say, just you saying, I'm like, yeah, coming from that guy, I don't know how much I feel about that. Kevin, any quick news? Uh, missed you guys. <laughs> We miss you too, not, Kev. Not, you wouldn't not, have missed us as much if you just showed up the last time you were supposed to be here. <laughs> That's right. You were supposed to split a show with Hips of Time. Oh, and Hips of Time was like, ha-ha, sad. it's mine. It's all mine. I think that was a quote. Or it said something oh, real hipster and like, like very hipster. I don't know yeah. what it was. <laughs> we don't listen to him. <laughs> his voice isn't deep enough to be taken seriously. Wow. 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 Holy cow. You need to say that to his face. You hear that? <laughs> that was the gauntlet being dropped. Yeah. <laughs> Or, Challenge accepted? Question mark. Or the Batman gauntlet, which leads us on to the first half of the show. Well, that would have been a good segue, but I want to mention something else. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Come on, Mike. I worked on that one. No, I just want to say because we, we were just talking about good things. You got to catch up on your flash there. You uh, know, yes. All the things that come, which I am going to tell you right now, all the things that come at me are just fantastic. I mean, we see definitely something's up with the Arrow. Which, if you're watching Heroes of Tomorrow, you already know what's going on with that. Um, you know, you see the Flash again, but you see Supergirl. You know, you see that Supergirl will be showing, which we already know. Right. Um, but then we also see Gorilla Grodd will be making a comeback. If you're wondering who the guy with the the big Texas hat on and the scarred face, Jonah Hex will eventually be there. I cannot wait. Ooh. And that very weird image, which you can't really even see what it is until you slow down and stop the picture, is my favorite thing. Got so excited is the Legionnaire ring. Is what we oh, see. So. Right. The, the Legion of Superheroes at some point is going to show up. I cannot wait. I hope they do a much better job than they did on Smallville with that. I didn't see. I didn't see Smallville for that. Oh, okay. yeah, I didn't miss much. Oh, well, it sounds like with Smallville, a lot of that stuff was they didn't do as much of a good job. I mean, they had Doomsday for crying out loud. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they had Doomsday with a Superman who couldn't fly. Yeah, to the very end. Yeah. Spoilers. Well, they had, they had said that though first season that Superman. That he would not fly as Superman until the series was over. They had said that. Of course, they didn't go the, well, he flies as Kal-El. Oh, stop that shit. <laughs> he either knows how to fly or he doesn't. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but definitely, we got to, I mean, if you're not watching Flash already or if you're a little behind, please catch up because when we start talking about that episode, we do not want to spoil, even though Ralph has been really good at that shit. Yeah. But, yeah. but, but once we talk yeah. about that, we will be spoiling. Yeah. Oh, speaking of spoilers, um, uh, our first half of the show um, being Bad Blood, Batman Bad Blood. Um, Mike spoiled that shit for me. Mike, uh, Mike D. Oh, I'm like who? I didn't shout say out, sh- shout out to Mike D. Uh, he's a friend of he's a friend of ours. Um, and I come into to um, work and he's like, hey, how's it going? And I go, yeah, I'm, I'm reviewing Batman Bad Blood. And he goes, oh, so you're up to the part with blankety blank. I'm like, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> I just told you I'm in the middle of it. Well, he told you about the part with the tank, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, All right. First half of the show. Let's get to it. (laughs) We're going to discuss the new DC animated feature called Batman Bad Blood. And with a synopsis from the from the the black cave is MFG, Mike, the finance guy. Such hatred. (laughs) All righty. Batman Bad Blood is the latest direct to video animated superhero film released by DC Universe Animated Original Movies. They really need to shorten that title. (laughs) Um, The feature film was released on January 20th of this year for iTunes and the Google Play Store and on DVD and Blu-ray on February 2nd. Bad Blood was directed by Jay um, Oliva and it was with a screenplay by J.M. Dimitris. The film... Pardon me. The film continues to add to the Batman family by introducing Batwoman and Batwing to the audiences. Alrighty, what's Bat and Black? Usually nothing. <laughs> but now viewers meet Batwing, Lucius Fox's son, Luke. Fresh from Afghanistan and sporting degrees in physics and mathematics. Why that's important to the movie, I didn't understand. Um, so now that we've covered race, what else is missing? Oh yeah, how about a lesbian? Bring in Kate Kane as Batwoman. And these extra bat arms will be needed because Talia al Ghul is back and she plans on taking over the world. Again. <laughs> but this time she has a whole gang of C-list villains, so she's certain to succeed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She didn't think that through. Alrighty, this movie is starring Jason O'Mara again as Batman. Yvonne Strahovski as Kate Kane, Batwoman. Stuart Allen as Damian Wayne Robin. Sean Mayer as Dick Grayson, Nightwing. Morena Baccarin, who just seems to be everywhere anymore, as Talia al Ghul. Uh, Gay as Charles as Luke Fox, a.k.a. Batwing. John DiMaggio as Blockbuster Tusk. Robin Atkin Downs as Jervis Tech, the Mad Hatter, and also the Electrocutioner. James Garrett as Alfred Pennyworth. Ernie Hudson as Lucius Fox. And Stephen Blum as Black Mask and Firefly. All right. So, I mean, we've we got quite a cast there. So, before we even begin with Batman Bad Blood, Rob, can you please, please um, press your favorite button? Warning, this segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Fuck Ralph, fuck Ralph, (laughs) fuck Ralph, fuck Ralph. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm gonna own it. It's me. (laughs) I spoil it. Own it. The butler did it. It was the butler all the time. (laughs) The butler's name is Ralph. Own it, own it. He cut eyes at me when you were pressing it. You were like, fucking asshole. (laughs) But, But the worst part is... He made the announcement. <laughs> and, he, and he owns being a spoiler. He does it all the time. <laughs> if you didn't watch it five minutes ago, it's not my fault. You know, one day I'm going to press that button and you guys are going to get a big surprise. One day. <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's get into it. Batman, Bad Blood. Now, as we as we know, or if you don't know, um, DC has been really trying to make these um, these movie specials all connect to each other. Where about four years ago all the DC animated stuff was not connected to each other. It right, was like, they were just hit or miss. Right, it was like Flashpoint, books. and then you had, yeah, they were just books. But now you have, especially with the Batman stuff, they're trying to make everything very linear. Right. Um, how did, And mind you, I know how we felt about the last Batman um, feature. That was um, the one where Damien, Batman versus Robin. Yes. Yeah, yeah that was so good. Okay, well, <laughs> my first question is, um, what was your take on the feel of this Batman movie, of this Batman animated movie? This time around, same team, pretty much. Jay Oliva's in charge. You know, same voices, um, same storylines with you know Robin. They pick up where Robin left off, being in the Himalayan Mountains. Well, where evidently cell phone reception is fantastic. Um, <laughs> it's it's a Wayne Tech satellite phone. Yeah, either way, designed by Ralph. Yeah, <laughs> which is even more amazing that it worked. Exactly. Um, no, I th- I thought this was a this is out of the Batman series that they've done in the last few. This was I thought the most cohesive and 
and pleasant to watch of them. It, it made much more sense and it flowed much better than I think all the rest of them have. You know, even though it flowed pretty well, there was a point where I felt kind of bored watching the movie. What? I don't know. It was it was like there was like a lull. Like, I, mean, I, I mean, I wasn't bored, but I can I know where you're talking about, and I can see where some people would find that boring. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was, I was just like, oh, but then it picked up. So I'm like, all right, cool, yeah, action. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is it the ADD kicking in? Action, action. <laughs> he doesn't like Walking Dead. He he wants action. I'm like, I like story <laughs> development, you know. And I thought this one had a lot more story. It wasn't. It still wasn't great. And it had something that disappointed me in there so much. So we'll, we'll get to that in a second. Let me get, get to you, Kev. What was your feel of the movie based on the other movies that have already been released um, from the DC animated? Before I say that, I gotta say, seeing the end to the Mad Hatter was whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that happened. <laughs> You mean you mean Mad Uncle Sam uh, slash Mad Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> well, look, I had a problem with that character overall because I'm like, when did all of a sudden this guy have like Lex Luthor esque uh, intelligence for, for technology? But that being said, he went out with a bang. Right. <laughs> well, you had to make him relevant, you know. Yeah, you, you had to make him somewhat formidable. Yeah. See, my I I liked it overall with some holes, and one of the holes being. These villains seem to have been, you know, C-level, but yet A-level capability. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's why I particularly pulled it out. They were C-level villains. They just tried to make them much more. And I'm like, no, you're not really helping them at all. <laughs> like, like, there's just nothing about them that explains why that Batman is still fighting them at all. Right. <laughs> you know. Um, so, you mean you weren't a fan of the Walrus? <laughs> Uh, Tusk, no. It's just not. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I don't. Well, especially watching a, once again, big plot problem for me is the same as it's been for the other movies. This 90 pound boy beating around something that can literally lift cars. I'm like, just stop it. Just just give him a foe that makes sense that he can fight. <laughs> you know? All right. He's the son of. He's 90 pounds. It doesn't care what he is unless he's Superman's son. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he got that super training, man. I'm telling you. He's 90 pounds. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm only gonna play. I'm play the opposite end of this point. Only just to throw it out there. In I believe it's judo or hapkido. They teach you about weight distribution judo. and using your weight. Well, both, yeah, both, yeah. both. Actually, yeah. they, t- they talk about using your weight against you. If he's part of the martial arts and it's any kind of judo hapkido training, you could be 90 pounds, but it's about weight distribution, how to use yeah. the own person's weight against. At him. no point does he flip him, but he does jump in the air, kick him in the head, which pushes his head into a wall. With oh. his ninety pounds, he also <laughs> is grabbed. Kick. He's also grabbed. Yeah, ninety pounds. He's also <laughs> grabbed by the th- uh, the guy that can lift cars, thrown to a wall, thrown on the ground, picked up, thrown again to the ground, and gets up. <laughs> I'm like ninety pounds. I'm, I'm like. I'm like, just, well, Mike, just to be stop, fair dude. to the film, they, they kind of gave you a little bit of that when Alfred is patching him up and he's complaining, like, I don't even have a concussion. With my grandfather, I've trained worse than this. So it's like the kid has been through some stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like I said, it's just that he it, got more muscle than it shows. It's just it's just one of those things of like, I don't know why they do that. They It's just pair him off with someone he could fight. It's not a hard thing to do. Like, it, it's just like suddenly just saying, like, well, there was Damian Wayne and Darkseid. And, of course, he just started beating up on... Because that's what they were basically saying. And I'm like, I'm not saying he's not capable. Just give him a character because he can fight. Now, what happened was the Lollipop Guild wasn't in town, so she couldn't get them. (laughs) Yeah, and and Puck is in Marvel, so, you know. (laughs) But he's a mutant. He has an ability. (laughs) Well, let's let's take take a step back for a second. Before we get into the holes, talk about what we liked. What did you like about this movie? 
I mean, it, well, it's the standard. But the thing is, the only problem now that's become with these films is that they are so much like each other, which, for instance, visually, the fight scenes, which are good, that unfortunately, it's kind of hard to pull out it being better, if you know what I'm trying to say. It's like now the artwork, which is good, it's standard. Okay. The fight scenes, which were good, are standard. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Um, like I said, I thought the story was better written, but there's nothing. Because these things are becoming more standard, there's nothing about it to me that jumps out like this made it so much better. I felt you know? I felt what made it good was because as much as we didn't like some or some of us didn't like um, the stories that they've already built on already, mm-hmm. because you're you're following those stories now you have something to bounce off of like when um, um, he throws Tusk um, Damien throws Tusk over the edge right. And then he shoots the shoots the right. the the, um, the bat line, and he tries to save him, and he says, "Justice, not vengeance." Right. And I'm like, "That's from the other movie." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. so they're, they're they're making you refer, and you don't have to have watched that movie to understand what he means." Right. But the fact that they reflect it back to that, they stay true to that. And yeah. I'm like, "Okay, that's good." Well, I like the other things too. I mean, I feel that they um, some of it like that, which is a continuation, which is a good thing. Um, others, I think that because I've complained about them for most of their movies in the last four years now, um, they definitely seem to be uh, pulling back slash kind of apologizing for it, which is the Bats finally did not actively kill anybody. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, with the rubber inclu- bullet thing, yeah. Well, including the woman, who is usually the first thing that's killing somebody in all these movies in the last four years, but especially because I, I laughed when, uh, when Batwoman was just like, so you really maybe use these rubber bullets. I'm like, yeah, you went out of your way to let us know that she <laughs> is shooting non-lethal weaponry, you know. And I mean, but I, I mean, I liked it. But it's just so funny that you can see they're backpedaling on a little. I, I'm betting, like me, other people started complaining, saying, why are they killing people? They're, that's, they don't do that. Especially if it's Batman. Yeah. Right. The thing I like about it is that even though they went out of their way, it still true to the character. They, yeah. they kept her in reluctance to it, but willing to comply nonetheless. Right. So it yeah. sounds like you're saying they write their wrong. they're kind of trying to write their wrongs right. and trying to set the, the, the bat universe at least right. straight. I mean I'll see if they continue with this once we see another film with Wonder Woman. Ah, yeah. If they still have her just as a murderous shrew basically. She's you just know? she takes that sword like it's you know nothing. She's slicing people up. Stop, I'm here stop, as an stop, ambassador stop, of stop, peace stop. from Themyscira. Hey y'all your head's off <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell woman? <laughs> you, you know what happens? She was uh she's actually uh classically trained as a sushi chef. Oh, so she's really good with the knife. So wow! Just, so, so, so you're saying woman's got to be in the kitchen? Did you hear this? You, did you hear this? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, wow! wow. <laughs> Machismo just, at its finest. You, yep. you just made fun of a Puerto Rican woman and women everywhere. No, that's what you're saying. No, no, no. Hillary Clinton uh, supporters, please address all of your hate mail to Ralph Attack. <laughs> <laughs> I will line my uh, fireplace with it. <laughs> Um, Which basically just means he's going to set his bedroom on fire because he doesn't have a fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and speaking about things we like, um, just to kind of add what, my, what Mike and you guys were saying, oh, funny the fireplace comes up. Um, <laughs> um, what's interesting is you, Mike's mentioned about backpedaling, mm-hmm. that DC animators kind of trying to right their wrongs. Something else they did. They mentioned the fact that maybe Damien was not conceived by, um, conceived con- uh, like, like, like traditionally by um, Talia. They kind of gave the hint that maybe she did clone him like he did in the comic book. When they talk about the well, well, no, they've established date rate. It's just that there's clones of him. Yeah, but but it leaves it open to think that maybe you know maybe she she got the the um she got Damien's DNA from that because you you can make a from case to say that what um by just the same way that she because they said she had sex with Batman, but it doesn't have to be that she was impregnated. She could have just taken his DNA and, and created it's still date rape. 
<laughs> like, no, 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 no. She had no. to get it out either way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? she's talking about like a blood sample, and then right. I know like, what you're saying. Um, they, they actually tried that very much in the comics because they started no, to get very vague yeah. about like how he was born in the comics, and you're like, eh, you're the one that started with the date rape, and so did the <laughs> film. I don't know where you guys are going with this, you know. Kyle's but uh, yeah, maybe they are trying. to. Because if you notice, they went. I mean, once again, they went out of their way a couple of times when when when, when that had happened. Yeah, you know, that's probably like a a good slogan if you want to sell uh, Rohypno. Rohypno even works on Batman. Ah, there you go. Wow, <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even co-signing that. That deserves a gong. <laughs> yeah, that also deserves a disclaimer. <laughs> the, the views of Ralph the Tech does not reflect those of the Cap and MFG or Big Kev. <laughs> the views of Ralph the Tech are endorsed by everyone on this show. Yeah. For the record, this is the longest we've gone on a podcast that I've been a part of where the Cap has impersonated me. <laughs> and we're all the better for it. <laughs> hey, there's more time. This is just the beginning. <laughs> there's definitely more time for that. Um, you know, he's, he's scared to do it when you're here. I'm not scared to do it when he's here. It's all about timing. See, you want to fucking do shit. It's all about timing, bro. You're, I actually just whip your dick out. You just whip your dick out. Here it is. You gotta have some subtlety. You gotta like hug him and kiss him. You know, so, so, like you that. remind me of that How I Met Your Mother episode, The that, Naked Man. That that's what, that's your long. move, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that just takes you long. It's when it gets to the point. It's like, Fwah. there you go. Yeah, it, it's kind of like Mike. With, with we the know why we're here. We know why we're here. You know you want it. Let's just do it. What are you, Marshawn Lynch at the Super Bowl now? <laughs> well, Ralph has taken. Ralph has taken the 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 view of you know some comedians tell a long joke. Others get right to like you know it's the short funny stuff. Either way, it's ending in laughter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there you go. Well done. You get a pound for that. <laughs> All right, bring it back to the subject matter. Um, how how did you guys feel about um, Batwoman's inclusion into the Bat Universe? I mean, we've I don't think we've ever seen her in any com- cartoon form before. No, we haven't seen her animated before. I I'm happy to see her. I was not particularly happy with how they portrayed her. Um, I thought she was just generic superhero woman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she felt like a combination of Huntress and Batgirl. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she she wasn't her own person. Because uh, I'm a big Batwoman fan. Like That's why I Her series to, yeah. is excellent. Anyone that has not read um, the collection of her series, I believe it's uh, Batwoman Elegy, I believe is the name of the collection. Read it. It is fantastic. You know, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, she's not... It's not like she's completely different. It's just that... Um, it felt she, like what they did with the animated series when they gave us Tim Drake with Jason Todd's back. Kind of, yeah. It's kind of like that, exactly. Because the thing is, even in the comics, well, maybe now with the New 52, but in the rest of the, the comics, she's not part of the Batman family. She, she, right. may be, she may have the bat on her, kind of like even what she says in the movie. I may be the bat, but I'm not part of your family. But that's very much how it is. In the, like, Batman has come to talk to her, and she's just like, you have nothing to say to me, you know? You know, she goes, I don't ask for anything from you. I don't get anything from you. And I don't even get intel from you. Something bothered <laughs> you know? me about that because I'm like, okay, you're in, you're in Gotham rocking a bat symbol, but you're not associated with Batman and you're a crime fighter. Fuck out of here. You could have picked any other thing. Right. To, to represent. That's ballsy. Right. <laughs> but at the same time, she's going with something that she knows puts fear into people. Because think about that. The, the nice introduction of her is that we thought it was Batman yeah. and everyone was so afraid of her. And then they were like, wait, you're not Batman. <laughs> His breasts aren't that supple. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. well, if you if you had um, Joel Schumacher's uniform, you might well, you might see that. 
could could you imagine what if like uh, the Batman name is a franchise you could actually buy, you know, like and, and rent or whatever, and like <laughs> Batman shows up to her is like, wait, wait a sec, you're running around with the name you didn't even buy into the franchise, <laughs> and he starts coming like a sales rep. It's like, all right, so you want to? I want to sign you up for how many years you want to do this? <laughs> That'd be great. If that was a franchise. They'd be like, you know, going in for an interview. Uh, up next, uh, Bat Mike. Yes, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who that could be. Are, are you Bat Frank? Yes, you are. <laughs> oh my God! I, but I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, I'm, I'm not all too familiar with um, Batwoman. I started reading her when she came up in what was the miniseries? Was it 52? 52. When, well, that's when she was when first they, introduced. When they re, when they re, when they well they re- as Kate Kane, she is the that was the first time. But there was a Batwoman way back from like the 50s, 60s time period. Yeah. Okay. With so god awful costume and a huge handbag. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> she had a handbag. Yeah. A big ass purse that she like, carried, like Mary Poppins style handbag. Well, I mean, even Batgirl originally had like a smaller purse that instead of a utility belt kind of a thing, but yeah. that was her utility belt was a big ah uh, DC keeping it classy. Yeah, <laughs> well, DC knows how to include everybody. <laughs> since I got to spoil shit every time, big spoiler: Batgirl shows up at the end. Well, we could have gotten to that end part, but sure. Damn. <laughs> but like I said, boom, whipping it out, or bing, whipping it out. Either way, come on. It ended in laughter. <laughs> Desired exactly. effect achieved. There you go. See, Kev knows. But, oh, it, yeah, whoa, whoa, but it was really whoa, whoa, funny whoa. that because um, the entire movie, I kept thinking, especially towards the end, um, when everything's resolved and you see her on the bike next to uh, Nightwing, and they just give each other a little smile, and I'm like, well, she's just like Batgirl, and then suddenly Batgirl shows up, and I'm like, well, I'm like, so now I'm curious, well, how are you going to write her? Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, it'll be interesting to see what that goes with. Well, she's going to be a teenager. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. I, I really? don't. I. I I don't care about her being a teenager. I don't like Batwoman introduced before Batgirl. Okay. I, it's just, it's it's very few things that I'm particular about. I just like the fact that Barbara Gordon, as young as she may be, she's not the novice. And not that Kate Kane is a novice per se, but she should be, like in the comics, she's the last person that's introduced well, that way. Well, to be honest, throughout the film, you kind of get the sense that she's developing, where she's right. depending on lethal weapons, and now she's, you know... Not only has her identity discovered, but then, you know, has her mind blown with the Grayson unmasking yeah. and everything. And they what is up with that? <laughs> what is up with the bat people taking their mask off? Like, like In the middle I'm of the a little sweaty. Let me just take this mask off. You can see who I am. <laughs> it was his last attempt to get some pussy. I, but he, he's not. He knows she's a lesbian. <laughs> he was like, "Look, hey, uh, I'm just gonna, you know, roll the dice." He, he yeah, wanted I'm give it a try. He wanted sevens. Got snake eyes. You know? That's what happened. Snake eyes, another curd for lesbian. Did <laughs> you try to talk to her, Ralph? Nah, snake eyes. <laughs> he's probably thinking, you know, like lesbians use toys too. I could be a toy. Oh, cue the Shawn Michaels entrance music. Oh my! It, God. It, it was one of those things. Like it was just that point. Just. It made no sense. I'm like, why did you reveal? Because the thing is, too, what is the one thing that Batman demands out of everyone that works for him? Secrecy of who he is. Yeah. The moment anybody of the Bat family reveals who they are, immediately you go, so Batman's Bruce Wayne. Does it matter? If Damian Wayne reveals who he is, obviously. If, if Dick Grayson reveals that he's Nightwing and everyone knows that Nightwing used to be Robin... Batman's Bruce Wayne. Like, did, did anybody yeah. have a problem with... Um, it's funny that you mentioned about um, um, identities being revealed. Did anybody have a problem with the fact that um, Talia you know, had Batman exposed as Bruce Wayne in front of... That's Batman. why I knew yeah. that everybody was going to die. Yeah. Flat out. Really? I, I knew that they were going to die because I'm like... There, it's either this, you had two choices. Either everyone's going to die, fine, because they're all loser characters, and probably why they chose a lot of loser characters. Right. Or B... Somehow everyone's brainwashed. 
And no one remembers this. And that would have been the worst storytelling ever. Unless you're Marvel, you do it with Spider-Man. Oh, sorry about that. Exactly. <laughs> well, once, <laughs> the, once the Mad Hatter lost his head, that's the only other option you have. It still would have been out there. Oh, <laughs> best death I've seen in a while. Really? Yes. The, the Mad Hatter getting his head blown off? I mean, the way it happened, it was very, ironically enough, Final Destination-esque. <laughs> Quick, a joke about losing your head. Go. Go. Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> nice pull. And if, you're, and if you're John Wayne Bobbitt, no, I ain't going down. Oh, nice <laughs> I mean, I was just, I was very interested, like, and I was waiting for Mike to critique that. I'm, I'm watching it, and it's funny when you when you hang out with a panel like us for a while, and you start thinking about not only what you're thinking, but what your other colleagues are going to think. I'm like, I wonder if Mike's going to be like, well, then, you know, couldn't they have done something better with the plot? Because, you know, everybody, you know, I mean, Talia has... Bruce Wayne's, you know, identity there on a silver platter. She could have done anything about yeah. that. Yeah, either that or, or I'm sorry, there was a third horrible op- um, option too. Would have been Matt Hatter would have been like, oh, I don't know who he is. Really, you don't know who Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne is? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know. The one standing half naked in the middle of that machine. Yeah. The one thing that did make it um, a bit confusing initially is that in previous uh, incarnations of the Mad Hatter, he's always kind of been obsessed with trying to get under the cowl and get the identity right. of it. So to see in this movie, it's like, oh, he's part of the team. And I'm like, him? But then when it, you know, it also, like the character just bothered me how he was used as, yeah. you know, uh, tech guy, you know. And like, they never yeah. called him Mad Hatter. They just called him um, Tetch. Tetch, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean, we. I guess that was a nod like, you should know who he is. I'm like, yeah, we know who he is. I mean, the thing is, again, he's a, a by-the-way character. No one gives a damn. It know? was Touch or Tech? Um, it's uh, it's Tetch. Tetch. One thing I do have to say that I did like, and I was surprised myself, in this film, Damien did start to grow on me a bit. No, they, again, they wrote him better. Um, they wrote him more like a person. I mean, his his annoyances were his quirks now, not his entire personality. Right. And yeah, no, I had no problem with Damian Wayne. I mean, it doesn't make me like the character anymore because I'm, as much as I may watch these films, I'm still a comic book based person because I read comics. Right. I just still don't like him as a character. But no, I mean, they, I think they did a good job of rehabilitating what they originally gave us as Damian Wayne. Right. You know. Um. Um. Speaking of the Bat Family, how did you feel about um, Luke Fox? Becoming um, Batwing. The same way I felt about it in the comics. <sighs> really? Yeah, it's I, just I, interconnectivity. I, I thought you were one of the people that liked like, no, um, Batwing. I love the original Batwing. Mm. He's the second version of Batwing. The original oh, right. one, I can't even remember the guy's name. It's a very African name, and I don't have it written down in my notes. But From uh, Batman Inc., right? Um, yeah. He's the one that had the horrible costume. It was almost like they knew that they weren't going to keep him. He, he's the one that actually had wings. Yeah. Um, and this half mask kind of thing with his head exposed for the most part. Um, basically imagine like a Robin mask with a bat shape so that like all the rest of your face is exposed except for around his ears so it could communicate with things and then he had these giant wings and then you know a suit that had some technology to it but not a ton that's what his costume was and the story that he fought in Africa it was just it was really good it was really just an amazing story he was his own character how long was that run? maybe like 20 to 20 so two years two issues yeah about two years and then um, he actually Gave up because he was just like, you know, Batman's just like, hey, you know, you can't kill people. And he's just like, no, you see, you're not in my land. You're not dealing with the fact that 12-year-olds are murdering entire villages. He's just like, you know, he goes, I need to do things my way. He goes, if I have to, I'm going to have to. He goes, so here's your suit back. 
basically. You know. Wow. Yeah. So 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 Fox is the second version. Yeah, and, and he's the one that has his wouldn't look so much like the one in the the, the the animated film here. His original costume is beautiful. It looks like what they would want the Black Panther's costume to look like. Okay. Yeah, it's very body fitting. It's sleek. Um, it, I mean, again, I haven't read them in a while, so I don't. It didn't have wings before, so I don't know why they kept the bat wing thing. It didn't have wings anymore. Um, so it was just kind of like a Black Panther suit, but um, all machine, and it was. It had really great features because Batman was actually developing it for himself, which is like uh, so that let's say for instance you're fighting someone and you broke your arm, immediately because the body the, the armor senses your body all the time, so it would immediately put like a foam kind of thing around your arm to reset the wound and then pump you full of chemicals in the area so that you didn't so you were numb. It was like very smart technology. In oh wow! Suit. Okay. It basically you could see it was the prelude to the Batman Beyond suit. Ah. They don't say that, but you know that that's what it that's what it would lead to logically. I'm looking at it right now. That shit. Looks it's beautiful, fucking, isn't it? It's, it I mean, it's awesome. not even it's not even sharp. That it's is a badass. beautiful. That is suit. badass. It is a beautiful suit. Uh, yeah. You know, that is the kind of bat suit that I want to have. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that my thing is with with it being it was just it's just again kind of like it's just so close. If it wasn't Lucius Fox, if it was just like yeah, if it was just someone else that they introduced, let's say smartly a year or two beforehand, and da da da. But just that it's like. Oh, Lucius Fox's son just happens to be the one. Yeah, it was too. It's like eh, it's lazy writing. Yeah. Well, the thing is, in the com, this was bad enough. I thought the way they introduced him to the suit. The comics is even worse because Batman had already decided that Lucius Fox's son was worthy of being one of his Batman people. Oh wow! And you know he didn't tell Lucius of this. You know. Oh. And yes, yeah, so, and he's the one that actually invites Luke to the suit. It's not like he picks it up like in this show in the movie here. Yeah. By the way, how quick can you learn about bat technology? I maybe it that's why they talked about him being yes. Yeah, I was that's, like, well that's why I said I know they threw it in like physicists and mathematicians. That'll explain it. It doesn't explain shit. See, <laughs> no, see what what they didn't show is that every suit comes with a user manual. And it comes with uh, Morgan Freeman's voice doing the introduction. Just going over it slowly. (laughs) I sense that you're falling. So what you want to do... Faster! I'm falling now! (laughs) What you'd like to do is just press the on button to the... (laughs) It was just... At the moment... It was right up there with the... You know, when he even stole it, I'm like, so you know how to operate the machinery to even get the suit on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's the the user manual that you don't see. You just... Quick read. Yeah, they keep all the instructions there just in case someone else breaks in. You know, they know exactly how to use my tech. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that way they don't kill themselves accidentally. And you, don't have, you don't have to explain a dead body. I had a problem with that. Could you know. imagine that just walking through uh, Wayne Tech, uh, the lobby? Oh, Mr. Wayne, how's it going? Uh, is that a dead body? No, no, it's just my dirty laundry. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, See, they- here's the thing, too, is that Lucius needed a fingerprint and all of a sudden he had a key card. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it was just, it was like I said, it was, too, well, it was also really funny that they had, the villains had the technology to open up all of the stuff that's in that vault, which you know has to be like massive, like the highest, you know, technology. And that's fine that they could break it, that's fine. But they were like, where's the vault? I'm like, evidently it's right next door. Like, you couldn't sense that. <laughs> like, that's the one thing you couldn't sense was where the vault was, you know. Um, but, but yeah, it was just too fast. I think that, again, planning. They should have introduced Luke, like, you know, once they started doing these Batman ones, they should have just introduced him. And then in each movie, we should have seen a little bit more of him, a little bit more of his father getting on him about not doing something, a little bit more maybe of him... Uh, maybe angry at Batman or maybe like him. I mean, whatever the case is, you yeah. just should have seen something so that when the moment came, you're like, yeah, he's putting on the suit now. You know? Right. It could have been like, uh, best way to introduce him is in, uh, in the first one, uh, Son of the Bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, have like Lucius Fox talking to him in Afghanistan or right. something, you know? Yeah. 
I mean, just anything would have helped. Um, I mean, just like, because also at the same time, it's like, yeah, thanks for helping, but I want my suit back. I want my billions of dollars suit back from <laughs> the person I did not intend on giving it to. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. my goodness. Is, did we mention any of the, because we just We haven't talked about Heretic yet. Heretic, that's right. Which was my greatest disappointment. Not just because of the character. The character who, was yeah. Who did you want it to be? Oh, no, 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 no. Heretic, when I saw, when I saw Heretic show up, I'm like, oh, yeah. You know what this means? This means that Damian Wayne's going to get murdered because he gets murdered by a heretic. I'm like, oh, oh, I can't wait. And then he's dead. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You lead me on, you fuckers. (laughs) I forgot the heretic was the one. Yes, he's the one that kills him. I'm like, oh, I was so hoping Damian was dead. (laughs) Who is heretic really in the comics? Exactly that. Uh, Because that's the thing, too. They, They suddenly started talking about, like, oh, there's clones. And oh, we rushed ahead. You know, like, just. A lot of what she said, not saying um, the way they introduced the character, whatever, but a lot of what she said is from the comic, meaning that, you know, they have tons of clones of Damien just waiting for whatever she decides to do with them and stuff like that. Heretic was artificially aged and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. So he, they are the same person. They are really just brothers, basically. Here's my question. When did they introduce this sudden twist in Talia's demeanor? Because for, suddenly she's hating everything. Yeah. Because for all my years of knowing the character, all she's wanted is some bat D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like well, she she's wanted his long ball. Well, well, guess, well, well, maybe this is the end game of all that l- wanting his long ball. Because right. the fact that you know she can't get him, she realized. Finally, it's not going to happen. So now she's a woman scorned. It's right. like you now, got a wait, kid wait, from which, him. Take him which, to child support. Which, <laughs> <laughs> she, she doesn't need the money um, which <laughs> right. actually she does bring up in the yeah. th- which I mean not you know justified but uh, it's a, it's kind of I don't even know if they even introduced that in the comics but Morrison's run where Robin dies where Damien dies um, that's also where she became very twisted like she just was obsessed with killing everything and you're like alright I don't know why no but sure. in the films no no like I'm, even, I'm saying you know. even in the comics I'm saying like I, I don't know like, I'm, just, I'm agreeing with you that she just had this sudden change when they brought her back because uh, from the comics you could kind of see okay well you know death of her son and that kind right. of thing but oh, in no, the no, films no, this isn't like, because of that. she is responsible for the death of her son no I get <laughs> yeah, that uh, but you know even still you might have that like uh, villainous guilt or whatever no you no know no, what no but what I'm trying to say is that when her son dies the issues that he dies all that build up she was already just massively murdering people for no reason like that's what I'm saying there was just like you're asking for the film there was just this sudden change in personality that was never really explained in the comics so yeah I agree with you it's just it's out of place it just seemed like Suddenly, we just needed her to be hateful. And you're like, I don't know why. <laughs> Is she the missing one of the eight? <laughs> I, I can explain it. Right. Oh, here we go. Ralph yeah. explains it all. Oh, here we go. Line it up. All right. So here's what happens. Um, Take the time now to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any time uh, Bruce Wayne sleeps with someone, he has to have them fill out a disclaimer and also take some medication because apparently he's very addictive. Yeah, but he only does it once with a person. Since he was, you know, you know, roofied and raped, she never knew about the whole thing. So she went crazy wanting more. But he was like, "No, no, baby, it's only once." And you, you, you know, you took it away. Is that why know. Nightwing keeps coming back? Yeah, oh, so that's him, him, him and his Guido gold chain. I know <laughs> when they showed him outside. The I'm, I, I, when they showed him undressed, I, I'm like. Is this 1980? Again, because they did it in the last <laughs> Batman one. They had him with that gold chain. I'm like, what the fuck? If this is not representing cool, hip, young, single guy. This represents like, hey, how you doing? Yo, yo, Adrian. Hey. <laughs> he has to come back every time for the uh, for a booster shot for the antidote. <laughs> oh, God. Now, wait a minute. 
Was his intro not the stupidest thing ever? He's fighting crime while having phone sex. I, but, okay. <laughs> what now, the, the fuck? The, the funny part is when that was happening, and it's. it's it was I'm sorry, the, Mike. I'm sorry, but do you remember like the words? It's like the I want to oh, feel you. Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, no. When this happened, I was I wrote down like ridiculous phone conversation and. Since I knew Kev was coming over, I said to myself, and when I bring this up, he's going to go, you just pick things apart too much. And da, 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 da. <laughs> so when you said that, that's why I looked at you. I'm like, really? <laughs> I'm like, because I agree with it, but I'm like, I was waiting for you to be like, oh, you just picked them apart things for da, da, da. Because I'm like, look, I know that they're trying to show you how Robin is more relaxed, and that, but I'm like, stop with the, I'm just so cool that I can just, you know. Happy life has softened him up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know? No, no, no. The thing about it is that I actually agree with the fact that it's like, all right, we know you're different, right? But this different right, that exactly. doesn't no, make that's any the sense. thing. Like, I'm like, I'm like, you're trying to show he's a relaxed, more relaxed than Batman, but that's the wrong way to do it. I agree, you know, I I agree because I'm looking at this. I'm like, I know what you're trying to show us, but I'm tired of the hip cool things. We see it on TV, we see it in the movies all mm-hmm. the time. The I can have a normal conversation, and the weirdest part is he's hiding what he's doing from Starfire. I, I didn't understand that because he's talking to Corey. It's, it's, it took me a while to realize it. Was well, he Star, says Corey. Yeah. He says, yeah. you know, I'll see you later, Corey. When, once he says Corey, I'm like, why? Yeah, I'm like, why? And right, and then right, because she even says something about being Nightwing, and I'm like, so why were you lying about what you're doing? She knows you're a superhero. I don't understand. Well, this. I guess it'd be cute to be like, you know, that maybe I, an Easter egg for the um, upcoming one, maybe. Uh, yeah. I guess so. I mean, well, I mean, maybe, granted, most people may not know her name is Corey. So DC Universe. Maybe he doesn't. Nightwing divorces Starfire. I'm sorry. Maybe he at this point he doesn't know that she's Starfire. Um, she knows. I mean, he knows um, because she's alien orange, remember? With big green eyes. And I don't mean the pupils. She's got big green eyes. <laughs> you know. Shot in um, the but the other thing, what too, is... But, but the thing is, too, that, well, um, I, I think, again, I agree with what I was saying with the um, kind of lead-in thing. Not that he doesn't know her, but it's... Remember, what's the next movie coming out? Isn't it Titans Justice League? Exactly. So. Yeah. Ta-da! We've just introduced a Titan, and ta-da! It's coming up. <laughs> you know? Oh man, can't wait for that. You know, it's coming I, on up. So, I, yeah. So that'll be interesting to see how that one goes. Yeah. I mean, even though I don't think it's going to be as connected as this, but I'm just saying, like, they're kind of introducing the concept of the Titans. You that, know, that'll be good. You know, that is that is a one where I think you would have to throw disbelief because you might want to root for the Teen Titans. On this. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, it's as long as they're not go. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, that. Well, the thing we're going to beat up the Justice League in 14 minutes. Well, the thing with the Titans, like, like for instance, I, Young Justice did a great job. It's like you guys will not beat your mentors. You won't. Um, th- that was one thing I loved in this movie was Nightwing kept trying. I mean, granted, there's always going to be the he's holding back because it's Bruce and Bruce is you know not himself. But you're not going to beat a fight with Batman because all of what we understand of Batman, he learned how to kill. Yeah. I doubt he taught Dick that. Now, I mean, obviously, killing's not hard in certain circumstances. You know, if you break someone's neck, da da da. That's the easy stuff. But I mean, Batman knows how to kill you. I doubt he taught any Robin that. That would make no sense. And so that, like, fighting un- him under somebody's control, right. where all that stuff of logic and, and you know remorse is not there. He's right. just going to go on basic skill. Yeah. No, but yeah. And what I mean is, what I'm leading to with that is also is just saying is that if even if he somehow taught Robin 90% of what he knows, meaning of Batman's knowledge. He taught 90% of Batman's knowledge. He has 10% that none of them know, which means like any of them trying to fight them, unless they've learned independently some other stuff, they're just not going to beat him, you know? Right. And I, and I, I like that. So that the whole thing about like JLA versus team Titans, I'm like, really your Titans are going to lose. I mean, unless you're going to give me again, the mind control, they're not fighting up to their abilities because that's what I loved in young justice. Remember when they fought, the, the adult version and they were like 
Spec, 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 spec. It's like, yeah, that's not really. <laughs> Aqualad versus Aquaman, not happening. <laughs> Superman my, versus Superboy. That was happening. my favorite one because it's like all these pubescent uh, emotions yeah. and you're like, oh, he's throwing his puberty tantrum. Smack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love that episode, but I love the fact that not only did they rightfully beat their, you know, their sidekicks, but they also beat them relatively quickly. They were just kind of like, nah, it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any any other criticisms or, or likes before we go to ratings? Um, I did like the end fight between uh, Dick and Bruce. Yeah, it was a good fight. I mean, that, it really was well done. Yeah, you know that. Like you said earlier, the animation. I mean, the thing about I'll say to your point about it being the standard is there's nothing like it, it right now. It's the best, so yeah. I appreciate that it's a standard. So it's not that you know how you say you're looking to see how much better the animation is. I just think that. Because this is the best we're going to get, I appreciate it as such. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The, because it makes the fighting sequences just that much more. Like it you can out see more? it. You can yeah. see it. It's right. not like Dragon Ball Z where you're, it's like, all right, in that sequence, he threw a thousand punches. No, right. it's like you see the technique. It's more of a martial art base with, you know, the Japan animation style infused into it. And, you know, in that fight, what I really appreciated was when. Bruce started like you know going in on him Mm -hmm. you know it was like you saw how he set up the combination and it's like you know somebody you know anybody here who watches MMA or trains any type of way you could appreciate that because it's like oh wow you know he you know he gave up ground and then just moved up right. and set and set up his technique and his combination and it was pretty cool. Well, I love when he just took Robin's stick from him and started beating him with it. I'm like, dude, <laughs> don't offer Batman a weapon. Let's <laughs> 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 just don't offer a weapon. Yeah, what was, about you, Ralph? Um, I was gonna say is uh, talking about the the fight. The way they do, they actually do have uh, people come in. And fight motion. Oh, they would have to. I mean, for those that, kind of that's, scenes, they, that's there's up. no animator that can imagine that kind of, you know, they would, even if they didn't use um, motion capture, it would at least have to be someone looking at a film of it frame by frame and drawing it because you, you just can't draw that. It's because it's so well done. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the only problem I had with the movie was that, like, like I said before, that, that lull that happened um, between uh, when they find, uh, they rescue Bruce Wayne and they have him, in, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm fine or whatever." And until the summit, that whole part right there was just this kind of like, "Yeah." I'm looking at my watch. I'm like, "Is this thing over yet? It's still going on." I agree because it's like they could have done. It feels like their investigative work took longer than normal. But I guess because it wasn't Bruce, it would make sense. Right. Being that you know, Dick is coming from Bloodhaven. This dude was in an orphanage. You know, mm-hmm. so it, it kind of makes sense why they didn't necessarily gel. You know, as yeah. swiftly. But other than that, I, I, I quite enjoyed it, especially all the fighting and everything. I, I actually seen Nightwing. I was like, when I saw Nightwing, I'm like, fuck yeah. I don't understand the gold chain, but you know what? Do you, right? <laughs> the feel of the Bat family made me feel good. Like, I I've, I remember at one point, I, I kind of like nodded to my wife. I was like, yeah. Like, because you see them all together and, you know, they're, 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 you know, they're there and I'm like, wow, but it'd be great if there was Batgirl. And when Batgirl shows up, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> And she's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was actually happy that it seems like they're going with the new backer with the, the look that she has. Yeah, well, they're trying to keep it so that when people go by the... When Count. they think that people are going to go by the comic. <laughs> Damn. I was, I was like, oh, cool. All right. Yeah. But I am still unhappy, though, that like of the inclusion of Batwoman. I, I think she should have pulled apart from them. Yeah. I, you know, because, again, I'm hoping to see something more individual from her. But anyhow, yeah. okay. Um, anybody want to rename this, this um, movie before we go to ratings? Sure. I know I'm going to rename it Batman, Bad Ex-Girlfriend. 
<laughs> I just call it a black man, a lesbian, and a 12-year-old boy walking to a bar. <laughs> oh, man. And then they say, ouch, right? <laughs> Ralph? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Batman. Next time, use a condom. I don't know. <laughs> he didn't have a say. <laughs> Kev. Batman, secret no longer. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was one thing I'm watching the film. I'm like, why doesn't he just do the Iron Man thing by this point? Yeah, I'm also Batman. <laughs> it's just easier. <laughs> All right, ratings for Batman, Bad Blood. Ralph. Uh, Ralph gives this one. You went third person? What the fuck? What? He went slow poke Rodriguez. <laughs> Let's finish your cousin. It's slow for Rodriguez. It's slow as mouse in all in Mexico. Calm down, Cap. Don't lose your head. <laughs> so I give wow. it uh, nine kick ass Alfreds out of ten. All right. Ooh. I was very disappointed with my Alfred. He was no. not. No, no. He was just not snarky Alfred. He just, it was just like, oh, you're just tired all day. <laughs> well, after, his, after thinking that Bruce is dead, I mean, you know, he's been in the exhausting Why weeks. would he be depressed? Okay. I no longer have to be the only servant in a mansion that cleans this place from top to bottom. And I'm now probably a billionaire because he didn't leave shit to anybody. <laughs> and you know he hasn't updated his will. <laughs> Goodness. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to give it eight. I'm going to give it eight. Wow, I can figure out the bat suit in two minutes out of ten. <laughs> no, yeah. it might actually take you like ten. It probably would. Yeah. I fixed the circuit breaker, by the way. All right. Kev. <laughs> Baby steps. <laughs> uh I will give this six. I love Alfred's fighting combination style out of ten. Wow, you gave it a six out of ten. Yeah. I as the bat fan as you as the residential bat fan, I'm kinda shocked right now. It has more holes than usual, and I have to... You know what it is? I have to put myself in the situation where it's like I I have to give it a little bit of clout to let the story run out. And if I have to do that, it's kind of like, all right, I'm already giving myself a, a mulligan to try to like it. So, so, so before I get to Mike, let me ask you this. What did you rate Batman versus Robin? Six out of ten. Wow. So around the same. Okay. okay. Interesting. Okay. I, I really don't like the lineage that they're going on, but again, it's the mulligan where it's like, all right, this is what they're doing. So if I have to look at it through this prism, I understand it. Okay. okay. All right. Mike. I give it eight. I hope there's a proper Batwoman movie coming out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and, and in that note, though, I want to make it very clear since we all text to each other, who's the hater? <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> wow. And now it's on podcast, so you know it's true. Exactly. I can explain that. Uh-oh. He got into your haterade. That's what happened. <laughs> the haterade. Is it like Xavier when he was fighting Magneto and he got some of that hate inside of him yeah. which created Onslaught? Mm-hmm. Your favorite series, Mike? <laughs> I don't understand why they, they wasted paper on these things. But anyhow, that's neither here nor there. a lot of wasted paper. All right. So there you have it. Batman. Bad blood. Shit, I didn't write out a snarky line. That sounds like Batgirls, period. where's the gong oh my god oh god so we'll be back with more meanwhile 22 pages later after I stopped after I calmed down all the feminist groups for Kev's last statement I I understand you can't give a rim shot during blood oh god stand back 
There's a hurricane coming through. Hey, comic fans, Shine and Bosch here. If you also happen to be into larger life heroes and tights, aka professional wrestling, then head on over to fourlifepodcast.com for the latest and greatest in the world of wrestling. Bosch and myself taking behind the scenes to past and present with all your top wrestling promotion and news. So listen, visit fourlifepodcast.com, download us on iTunes or Stitcher, and follow us on social media Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Four Life Podcast. Because when you listen to your podcast, you listen to it for life. Now back to the cap, Ralph the Tech, and Mike the Finance Guy. Meanwhile, 22 pages later. And we're back. And now, I know people were waiting for it. They probably saw it in the, um, in the, not the menu queue, but the info part where they said, oh, what are they talking about this week? Yes, we are now going to talk about the much, and the highly anticipated, much hyped movie, Deadpool. And with a synopsis. And if you know MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, you know he loves Deadpool. So I wonder what his synopsis is going to say. So MFG, take it away. Yeah, I love Deadpool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Deadpool is the latest film to sport Ryan Reynolds in a superhero vehicle. The film is the eighth installment of the X-Men film series from 20th Century Fox. Deadpool was was directed by Tim Miller and written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. The film is based on the Marvel Comics of the same name, who was introduced in New Mutants number 98 back in February 1991. Mm-hmm. The character was created by Rob Liefeld and Fabian Nicisa. Uh, after months of media hype and nearly criminal amounts of guerrilla marketing, the film had the largest opening weekend for any R-rated movie uh, at $132 million. Rotten Tomato credits the movie with an 84% rating, while Metacritic came in lower with 65 out of 100. Alrighty. In a rare cosmic alignment, Ryan Reynolds actually starred in a movie that earned money for a studio. <laughs> Reynolds' one-note acting ability finally found the right song to play in as the wisecracking Van Wilder. I mean, Hannibal King. Hal Jordan. Nick Walker. I, I mean, <laughs> Deadpool. Because, I mean, he has such a varied amount of acting. Uh, range. Dying of cancer, Wade Wilson is taken to a sadistic place known as the workshop where he is tortured until he displays his mutant power. Physically scarred, but with a regenerative ability, the merc with a mouth slices, dices, and purees anyone standing in his way for revenge. But he always makes time for a racy one-liner. All right, the movie is starring Ryan Reynolds as Wade Wilson, Deadpool, Marina Baccarin, again, this woman's around everywhere, as Vanessa Carlisle, Ed Screen as Francis Freeman, a.k.a. Ajax, T.J. Miller as Weasel, Gina Carana as Angel Dust, Brianna Hildebrand as Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and Stefan Kapichik as the voice of... Poiter Rasputin. Yes. All right. A.K.A. Now, Colossus. A.K.A. Colossus. And before we get to that, Rob, can you please press the button one more time for those who didn't watch, listen to the first half? Warning. This segment may contain spoilers, so leave Ralph alone. Fuck Ralph. Fuck Ralph. <laughs> Fuck Ralph. <laughs> That's why Fuck I paused. Ralph. I said, I know he's going to say that. So um, let me start off with this. Let's talk about Everyone the- dies. Stop. <laughs> nice, nice. Eventually. <laughs> right. Um, but before we go. Sorry, Cap. Uh, something you alluded to about in the first half. He just whips it out. Yeah, of course. He just whips it out. Yeah, it's just I'm going for effect. <laughs> it's a theme. It's a theme. It's a theme. Yeah, I guess. All right. Deadpool. Let's talk about it. But before we talk about it, let me ask you this. Is anybody here at this panel a Deadpool fan? Because I, I find that I, I've been listening to people talk about Deadpool and how much they liked it or how much and how they felt about it. And I always found it interesting that those who are fans had certain um, reactions, you know, than, than than those who weren't fans. So, anybody here a fan of Deadpool? If this was a video podcast, this would be the point where the camera would pan to me, and I would be dressed fully as Deadpool, saying, "No, I'm not a fan." <laughs> so, oh, you are a fan of Deadpool? 
Yeah, I'm a fan. That didn't yeah. really sound very committed. It didn't, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, if I'm, I mean, I have a crush on you. So you like me? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. But us knowing the tech, his eh is really opposite for he's committed like insanely. Both and feet like, in. Yeah. I'm not wearing Deadpool undies right now. What are you talking about? I'm not checking you. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, and Especially with that probably bullet hole in the rear. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's the white eye. <laughs> In a negative. Uh, um, Mike, we know you're not a fan. Were you ever a fan of Deadpool? Never. Never. I, I mean, his introduction, of course, wasn't quite as horrible as what he became as a character in time. But it, it, Because he really was much more of a I don't care character when he was first introduced. I didn't really care. And then he just became annoying. And that was that. All right. And Kev? Always been like a light fan because I didn't really read it. I would read like anybody else's stuff, but never was, you know, in opposition of him because everything I read was always quirky and, you know, interesting. Like it was something fresh, but I just never gravitated into it in terms of like buying issues. But okay. I never had a prop. All right. Okay. And 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 I'll say for myself that I run I run cold when it comes to Deadpool. I didn't mind him as much, but uh, when they started being thrown into everything about four years ago, like yeah. three, four years about, ago, yeah. it became annoying because I like I, I didn't like I didn't care about him much in New Mutants. And later on, when he had his own series and he did the whole breaking the fourth wall thing, mm-hmm. I was like, wow, that's interesting. It's quirky to take your word, Kev. Um, and you know, it's it's kind of different. And I kind of like it because he wasn't as annoying. He was fun. You know, they they wrote his book. It was totally. It was like Lobo was written. It was okay. outside of continuity. Right. You can read it and, and enjoy it, and it was just fun. Right. And then when they started making him part of every single book, right? They started Wolverining him. That became super annoying. Well, the thing is about like, I was waiting for you to probably mention about with Wolverine is that at least when Wolverine was in other books, you found other aspects of Wolverine's personality. In other words, he wasn't the same one note character. Deadpool is just always Deadpool, like, and that's what annoys me because it's like that's all you get. And I'm like, well, dude, it's one note. I, I I like development, and if you're not developing a character. I don't have time for him. Listen, if you expect Deadpool to be something other than Deadpool, you're going to be very disappointed. But that would be like saying that about any character. I mean, Mike, but that's art imitating life. There are more assholes on the earth than we would like to live with. But it's not just him being... It's not like, for instance, like being an asshole. I mean, that's just like a dick character. This is just one... Again, I can only say it, it's one note. It's not that he's an asshole. He just tries so hard to be funny... Meaning the writers, because that's what the writers are doing. I mean, it's just, I'm like, you're desperately trying to be funny. And I, I don't find that. That's not my humor. I, I right. don't I mean, find that funny. When, when he was on uh, All New X-Men, he was a little bit different. Because he was like the future version of himself. Where he was a little bit older. Well, the future, what, in the comic book All New X-Men? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, then he was almost depressing. Yeah. <laughs> but that was their whole joke. Oh, see, he's older. He's the reverse. And you're like, I, I find that even less funny. That was like right up there with um, All-Star Batman and Robin. Written by Frank Miller and, and Abala Boone. I'm the goddamn Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when he finally introduces the Joker. I don't know why they call me the Joker. I don't really have things think things are that funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, Miller, you, you really thought that that was entertaining to make him a not funny person. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, like, I agree with you, but the female bodybuilder bodyguard he had with him, I found funny. Angel Dust. Oh, Oh, no, 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 no. In Frank Miller's, um, Miller's um, All-Star. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Well, well, let's get off All-Star Batman for a second. Let's bring it back to Deadpool. Um, let's throw it out there. What did, you th- what did you guys think of the movie? Because there's so much hype going around this movie. And, and because everybody knows that, I mean, 
I don't know about for you guys, but everybody knows that I do the podcast. And when they come up to me, they 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 just gotta tell me how they feel about Deadpool. Right. And and I'm not knocking. I mean, if, if, if they liked it or they didn't, but they, they just felt like because they, you know, they knew I liked the movie and it's so accessible to a mainstream audience. Everybody told me how they felt. That how is did, the caps backhanded compliment. Please do not bother no. me with your phone. <laughs> <situation. laughs> it's not a backhanded compliment. Let me ask you guys: How did you feel about Deadpool? Do you really want to know? Yeah, absolutely. Are you sure? Because you you just said you hate it when people. I didn't say I hated it. I, I, I never said I hate Yeah, it. I feel like telling Mike, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, please, children, tell me. What did you think of Deadpool? <laughs> I actually quite you enjoyed hate children. Mike. <laughs> you what? I quite enjoyed Deadpool. I thought it was, it was funny. And it had his moments where you're, you're like, that's over the top. And you're like, oh, come on, man. Really, really? But right. I thought Ryan Reynolds was really good. And like his, this really, uh, his role as Deadpool really suits him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's like I, I say about anyone. I mean, God knows I make fun of Holly Berry all the time. I mean, if she learned to act, I would stop. But uh, <laughs> it's just like people are <laughs> another like, person we can't have on the show. Go ahead, Mike. But you know, everyone's like, whenever I say like, you know, she's not a good actress. She's got an Oscar. I'm like, I don't know how to act at all. But I guarantee you, if you gave me a hundred movies with different types of personalities, I'd find one of them I was really good in. And people, would, if you only saw that, you would think I was a great actor. Like Ryan Reynolds. You know, like I even mentioned in the synopsis, he found his one note. I mean, it's not belittling his abilities, just that you found what you were born to do. Clearly, you, know? you haven't seen Losing Isaiah. Um, no. Okay. Not. Have you seen Buried? I don't think anybody else has seen, Have I seen Losing Isaiah. Buried. Buried. Oh, no, 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 no. It did not interest me in the least. Check it out. It's Good? pretty okay. interesting. All right. But, but anyhow. So, um, yeah. Kev? I liked a lot of things with the movie. There are some things that I really had... Uh, I don't know. I didn't have too many complaints about it. I just uh, I just felt that it kind of dragged a little bit at times. I think the torture mm-hmm. took too long. It's like, all right, we get it. You got tortured, but right. you know, it it needed to be said. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like everything to piggyback off of what you guys said. I think that everything that was you know about Ryan Reynolds' personality and all the other roles we've seen him. This is right up his alley. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate um, his girlfriend, Vanessa. Mm-hmm. I think that was a nice pairing. Oh, no. They did a great job together, I thought. Yeah. Right in the background, it's a lot of fun. I mean, yeah. the, the couple humor that they had, like, yeah. where he got the ring from, like, you know, yeah. shit like oh, that. Yeah. That's, that's funny, you know. And yeah. it's, but it, I think that that's what you need to see that if Deadpool is going to be this one monotone guy, you got to take his humor in. Different, like you know, it's different when he's just cursing up a storm, or right. <laughs> when he's telling Colossus to shut the fuck up, <laughs> and then he's pulling a ring out of his butt that pleases his girlfriend. You know, like mm-hmm. there's different avenues to that humor, right? You okay. know, and that's what I appreciate. Okay, you know, I, I, thinking back to that scene, it it was more like she was asking him where he pulled it out from because he didn't have any pockets. That's where they pulled. Well, out. He didn't have any clothes on. Yeah, well, yeah. No, well, no, he, no, had, he a had a shirt. On. He had a sweater. Oh, on. Yeah, no, right. no bottom. Right. So it's like that's why she was asking where he had it. So I don't really think he had it up his butt. I think he had it like somewhere else. But maybe I don't think it the inference was that. But the, but the point is, I don't think it really would have mattered with all the things that we know that they've been doing. Yeah, that's true. You know, right. like I, I, she's not going to be like, "Oh, I fucked you with a dildo, but you had this ring, <laughs> this this fake ring. It's not even like it's a real ring, you know, like up your butt." I don't think she's going to be like, "I'm offended." Yeah. <laughs> Mike, how did you how did you fit? How did you um, like it? Um, yeah, I mean, again, people know I do the podcast, so a lot of people come up to me and they're asking either my opinion of movies, especially this one or they're telling me about their opinion mike's backhanded <laughs> issues he does not want you to come up to him with your opinions or your grievances actually i do like it when people come up to me so i can exactly. look at them with a withering stare that just says shut the fuck up no, <laughs> no i'm just kidding uh no um damn no i 
I actually enjoyed large parts of the movie, but it wore, it definitely wore, the humor wore in time because it, it itself, unlike, like, like the actor's um, ability, it itself also had basically one note and it, it, it played that note kind of heavy. Um, it just got tiring after a while. There were parts, I agree with the, uh, with Kevin was saying, like the, the torture scene was long, but it's just, it, again, it was that, that whole like, uh, you know, this is how cool I am kind of a thing. And I'm like, we got it. We could really kind of move on with the story a little bit. Um, but the scenes that didn't have the trademark Deadpool humor, I actually enjoyed more than I thought I would, especially the beginning part of the movie. Example. Um, well, I'm sorry. Let me, let me stress. Not the very, very beginning. I, I definitely say that the, the over amount of marketing was not good for them because the first 30 to 40 minutes of the movie, everyone has seen it right. 3,000 times, and that is not even an exaggeration. You know, I mean, that, um, was, that was their proof of concept. Yeah, but I mean, it was just to the point that like you saw the first 30 to 40 minutes of the movie. So the, after that, though, when we start the, the in between parts where we saw his flashbacks, that stuff was newer. I actually enjoyed a lot of that. Like, I, you know, as much as people would say, like, well, it was still the same kind of humor, it was different. It wasn't over the top when him and Vanessa and stuff like that, it was just different the way they did it. Um, it was still humor, and he was still like he'd be grating if you had to deal with it twenty four hours a day. But it was it was you understood that that's his quirky personality. You understood that like he's nervous around her and stuff like that. It was I I actually found it really um, entertaining. Yeah. Um, by the time we got to the meat of the movie, uh, meaning now it's his revenge is in full gear, it just kind of felt like you know you could have taken off a good twenty minutes or more, and I would have been fine. You know. Yeah. I mean, I I found it. I'll say, I'll say this. I found it fun. But it annoyed me because the, the all the comedy was one note. And one, one thing I don't like about Deadpool comics is why I don't like about the movie. It's one note. It, it, it's one, it, when, when Deadpool's written incorrectly, it's joke after joke after joke. And it's not even funny jokes. It's just, I'm just going to make a sarcastic comment here where normally when people would be serious, I'm going to be funny. And they, you expect right. to laugh. Not, right. it, it's not clever. It's no. not, it's not clever humor. No, so, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are parts that I was like, wow, okay, they did that. But it was a snicker or, or a chuckle. You wouldn't get it. Oh my God, that's so funny. Right. Like, um, and I'm glad you talked about the 30 minutes of footage that we've seen 500 times. Um, part of that made it not that interesting because I'm like, I've seen this already. And, yeah. You know, um, but the beginning, the beginning credits when, when, when they're showing. When oh. They're, yeah. I mean, it was funny for the first two credits, but after the seventh or eighth credit, I'm like, okay, the joke is old. It was like made by See, two See, and bags. that's where you and Mike are the same, and I think Ralph and I differ. Like, I enjoyed the entire sequence. Uh, yeah. yeah, it got old for me really fast. You, you know what's funny? Uh, when I went to go see it at the movie theaters, I felt like I was the only one reading what was on the screen. Everyone was just yeah, watching yeah. it. Oh, I, I have a story about that. But go on. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting there just cracking up because I'm reading all the shit that's happening while watching it. And I'm looking around, and I feel like I'm like by myself. I'm like, is no one reading this shit? Does no one read anymore? <laughs> or, or, or unfortunately, you were surrounded by Cap and Mike. Which, we're, we're reading it and going, oh, the first two were funny, and this is still going on. <laughs> I wonder when the movie will start. You know, written by the real heroes here. That shit. <laughs> that was yeah. funny. It, like that I said, was funny. But, but uh, I, two seats away from me um, is this guy with his girlfriend, and he evidently is a person that loves the sophomore humor. But every it started out movie he's sitting two way he's sitting with his girlfriend he's like movie written by such and such and so and so laugh 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 this movie is starring such and he read every single one of that not 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 loud loud that he's screaming but you have to understand i'm two seats away from him i can hear him crystal clear reading every yes every single i'm like 
Uh, I see who this movie. See, this is why you guys got to coordinate with me because I would have told that guy shut the fuck up. (laughs) It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like annoying, like normal. No, it annoys me. But it was annoying. But also, I found it interesting because I'm like, I'm annoyed that you had to go through that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, ah, this is who this movie was made for, right? I'm like, this guy's going to enjoy it, and he did. (laughs) There there was not one comment that he did not crack up. I I I thought I needed to give him oxygen at some point. I I was ready for CPR at any moment. You know? Yeah. Um, But I mean, happy he enjoyed himself. Um, he was a cute guy, huh? Um, eh, his, girlfriend it, probably, it, it, his girlfriend probably thought so. It was dark, Ralph. Really? <laughs> Mike no, was trying my, to watch. My, Mike is offering CPR. You know, yeah. <laughs> ask his question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, CPR. You take him out for a drink later afterwards. It's dinner. <laughs> Anything uh, would have been more interesting than this movie at some point. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. But um, yeah, I mean, so like things like that that got me. Um, I, don't know, like, I I thought that uh, the like I said I thought the acting like I said with the parts that were more dramatic I thought they were really good um, I thought I was very surprised that the movie for the most part again except for like the torture scene and something like that it moved along for the most part pretty well yeah which I was very happy about because I was I was very much dreading seeing this movie you know so it moved along a lot faster than I thought it would um, guys let me ask you this did anyone have a problem with the villain? The lame, no, do nothing villain. He was even more one note oh, than the than the, the humor. Ajax, yeah. yeah, like Gina Carano was better than him than him, and only barely. Like she was also just there. Like that's the thing is that everything about the movie just seemed to serve his jokes, and that's what bothers me. And that's and that's what it is. Even in the comics, it's like it's not a story with a character that does such and such and so and so. It's let's make a story around this guy's jokes. That's what it feels like to me, you know. And everything else is not important, so right? Then, so then, it's kind of like what we talked about in the first segment about building a story, getting to know characters, and and, and yeah, you go through the, the the quote unquote boring stuff so that you can care about these characters. Right. When you don't have that, it's one person you care about and a bunch of fluff, right? And and you don't care about anything. One thing that one of the original Deadpool series, I gotta look back at when that was when they came out with it. And yeah, it had the fourth wall breaking, but you had characters in his life that you cared about, that you knew about. They had the old, the old lady um, oh, okay. in that series. So these are um, people from his original series, right? And I mean, it worked really well because you cared about these characters. And also, when he made his little side remarks, if you're reading the comic, if you're reading the comic, you know what he's referring to. And it's just not okay. It's just about me. It's just about me. It's just well, about I think me. you had that with Weasel because he, he was the only guy that could really go at him per se, right? Um, in terms of the jokes and go back, and I think he was even funnier, like when he would get at Deadpool. No, he and he was good at his delivery. No, he was good um, handling him back. And the forth. old lady was hilarious. Yeah, that was I think Cicely Tyson, who has not been seen in. No, I think no, that's, that's, that's Cicely Cicely Tyson. No, no, because no. I thought she was in the movie. I thought I'm not, I can't remember clearly. With my right. apologies to the Tyson family, she's a bit more wrinkly. Wow! Oh, damn. I, hey, damn. I offered the apology first time because but I. But they didn't help. have a chance to accept it yet. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe if I weren't around you two instigators. <laughs> we never instigate, man. We just we just tell it like it is. <laughs> no, they um and also his girl I mean, look, with his girlfriend Weasel and the old lady, like I, I think it had enough and then, you know, with the X Men with the two X Men that they could afford. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that was I love the whole fact that, you know, like Deadpool acknowledges. Ah, I'm sorry, it wasn't Cicely Tyson. It was Leslie Uggams. It was the other oh, person from that same okay. time period. They were both famous from that time period. Um, that uh, Deadpool acknowledges that his universe exists within someone else's universe, and he's always making references to ours. Yeah. So it's like the whole thing with the X Men. Oh, I guess they couldn't afford all the other ones. You know? <laughs> right. I found that. I found that. I did find that funny. I didn't like that they use Colossus. 
Oh, I mean, really? They, well, they, 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 like, like I put this, because this is the way it's written um, up, is that this is the eighth of the X-Men series. So that means that this is a connected universe to theirs in, the, in its own way. And they just ruined Colossus for me. I mean, they, it's, there's nothing now that you can do in a movie with Colossus that you will not see him as an ignorant fool that, that just... You guys really had a problem with Colossus? Yes. Yeah. He did. He, Colossus served zero purpose in this movie other than to be the butt of Deadpool's joke. Think about it. He couldn't even defeat the woman he was fighting. He didn't even do that. He did literally nothing in this movie besides be the foil to the jokes. That was it. I, I don't tell, know. Me what it tell me what else he did. I honestly think that... He showed up and kept begging Deadpool to join the X-Men. Why did you want this mass murderer crazy person to join the team after he's already declined several times? So he just kept showing up, offering him... So they can try that, to keep him under control. Right. But no, just, he kept offering him X-Men's um, you know, entry. And other than that, what did he do? I think... It's not necessarily what he did physically in the movie. I think he was the moral backbone. He was the, the moral backbone. It just wasn't. I just feel like it wasn't represented in a way where it made Colossus still look strong, right? No. Like, like you know, we talk about in wrestling. It made him look playful. It, it, it made him look dumb. It, right. it, it made but him look like instead of being Brock Lesnar, like, like, he was a big show. You know, let's see, let's, no, okay. see, the thing is, if you're a more, if you're the moral spine of any movie story or anything, that means that your words carry weight to the story. His Tell heart. that to Deadpool's limbs. Right. His, his, his don't. In other words, he said, yes, he said the right thing to say, air quotes. Right. But it was joked about how stupid it was. And Deadpool then followed along that version of I'm ignoring you. So in other words, he just said, it's, 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 for instance, it's like watching, um, it's like watching like a parent beat up on another parent. And then like smack, like, let's stereotype it. The husband smacking around the wife turns to the kid and goes, don't do this. And then he's smacking the wife. I mean, it's like, yeah, you said the right things, but it meant nothing to the story. And then, it, like I said, it, because every time he said the right thing to do, what did Deadpool do? Shut the fuck up or some other crass mar- remark because all he served was to be the, bun- the brunt of every one of Deadpool's jokes. And especially you know? somebody as seasoned as Colossus, really you're in the back of a cab trying yeah. to... Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah, I mean, he has a human form, right? Yeah, which does. is a lot smaller. Yeah. <laughs> that know? was the one thing I wish they would have done. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, looked very st- it looked very stiff, but I just had a lot of problems with, yeah. with them using Colossus. They could have picked... If you have ownership to the X-Men universe, you can do Maggot. anybody. Bring in Maggot. I didn't give a damn. Oh, <laughs> oh please. Somebody at least would want to watch. There's, there's like 20 other characters you could bring right. in that haven't been introduced to X-Men, and you can have them be, be the moral compass yeah. or whatever. It would work just as fine. Right. One thing I did want to ask you guys... Um, I've been reading, well, not I've been reading, I've been hearing about what's being posted online that these are kind of like indirect shots in real life at like Wolverine, uh, Hugh Jackman. Because uh, I, I, at the beginning, when he does a little intro um, and he says, you know, basically whose balls he had to kiss right. or, or call yeah. me caress to get right. the movie lit. Like, I, I didn't understand, I don't, I don't know if you guys are up to date, but I don't, I'm not understanding the significance of the real life part of how this whole thing came to be i mean hugh jackman didn't have anything to do with the production of this i mean he's just he's just making fun that wolverine's so popular yeah that, that yeah. like you know if i kissed his ass enough i got a movie made i mean that's really it yeah it, it's not it's not as um controversial as you would as you would think yeah because i had a guy tell me basically that it was uh you when hugh jackman was still debating whether he was going to do one more or not this movie actually like played a role into it or some 
I can't see how. It, but, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, uh, unless Hugh Jackman goes, this is the movie you're going to make? Shit. I, I, I'll make one better. I'll do you guys a favor. I think it is also more because, you know, Deadpool was technically in uh, Wolverine Origins. Right. Oh, right. God. Yeah. I, but I, the one thing I was going to say, I like... With the, the little, same actor. Yeah. I like the little, the little wings and nods that they have. Like, speaking of Wolverine... Um, origins they have the doll of that Deadpool version yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well he yeah. says in there he goes uh, you know whatever who was the fool that sewed his lips shut in, in the first time you know the first yeah. time around so he makes a joke about that I mean know? between that I mean the fact they mention um, Rob Liefeld's name and um, Fabian well, not just mention his name Rob Liefeld was in the bar that's why he said hi to him yeah oh shoot I, I, yeah. I didn't he, see he was in the bar yeah oh. speaking of in fa- in, um, Fabian Nicenza was one of the streets Get out oh, of it's, here! It's, it's on the highway that there was like it's one of like the boulevard or the parks. Oh, that I did see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was hilarious when he walks in and orders a blowjob from the bartender, <laughs> and then has it taken to the guy just so he can start a fight. Yeah, see, you notice by my face, I I mean, I got the humor, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I've seen this done before. <laughs> I, I, think that, I mean, I, I guess because crass humor if done right could be funny. It could be American Pie, which is innovative and new and for that time. American Pie was new, or it can be the rest of the Van Wilder series, which is not very interesting yeah. at all. And what was the drink? Was like what was it like Kahlua with Krokow and, and a whipped cream or something? Yeah, yeah. something. Like that. I forget what. It's I was like, like, hey, that sounds pretty good. I mean, it's popular. <laughs> this popular drink has been around since the '80s, I think, at least, or something like that. But yeah, but um, I mean, like I wasn't born in the '80s. Go ahead. <laughs> Who was? Except for, <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I was about to say like the humor. In yeah, general, you were. Like, that, that, that kind of the uh, 1880s. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> like I, said, I mean, like, like I did enjoy some of the things. It's just like, all in all, like most of it I didn't find funny. I did find it funny. Uh, um, for instance, like uh, when he's going through all these guys, killing them, trying to find Ajax. I mean, because it, it, it's actually funny because it's one of the jokes where um, Agent Smith. all the audience is making fun of it when they just he just goes, "That's right, you're about to be killed by a Zamboni. You're going to die." <laughs> In, in five, five minutes, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that was just really funny. Yeah, there was know? some things that because, were really funny. Because that was actually funny. It wasn't just gauging on like how many times can I throw a curse word in until you finally smile. It was the physical like humor of you running act, away right? from a you know, Exactly, you know. And then also, I, I mean, because I thought it was clever again because it it was crass in its subject matter without actually being crass in its um, in the verbiage. So I thought again that was clever. Is when. Colossus shows up and he um, immediately um, reaches up and punches him in the crotch and he just goes ah your poor wife (laughs) because again Crass would have been saying something like oh you got a metal dick that's just like well we got the hint but that was just funny (laughs) I think um, I guess I don't have an issue with the movie as much I guess I have an issue with everybody swearing that this is a revolutionary style of filming evidently they've never seen Kick-Ass oh my god what (laughs) evidently never saw Kick-Ass one or two right Um, they're like oh my goodness this is so revolutionary and different than everything else I've ever seen I'm like no, relax. No, no, yeah, you, you need to get more movies out. Relax. You know? See, now that that's people jumping on the gravy oh. train. Oh, that, they were just that. hyping that up for. It's it's like I, I love watching hype work because it's just I, I like watching everyone's memory, logic, and just intelligence go right out the window. Well, no, you know what it is is <laughs> yeah. that look, it, it, it's something that I say when I debate sports with a lot of people. You guys are prisoners of the moment. Yeah. Oh, you, exactly. You know, I love 100%. when you say that. <laughs> oh, and that's it's very app. I've never I mean, said look, before, the, the, the cap will tell you. Yeah, the cap will tell you when um, I'm debating sports with somebody else. It's always that thing. It's like newer is better, and it's like no. When you do a comparison, and you know, right. let's say in sports, you can get more intricate and have like a statistical debate as opposed to an impact debate, or both. You know, you can compare and analyze better. And the same thing happens like when you, what you said. It immediately popped into my head. You, you and you. It's like you spoke. I'm not trying to make. 
I'm not trying to walk into a joke where you're like in my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> but when you said kick ass one and two, and I'm like, you know what? There yeah. you go. That that's uh, it's I like mean, how Guardians can you guys... of the Galaxy without being without foul language? I mean, it was just as as like you know thumbing your nose at things and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. So like I, I mean, I say I, I, it's fun, but it's not as groundbreaking as everybody's making it out to be. I mean, because Deadpool is just foul mouth violent Spider Man. That's all yeah, he is, pretty yeah. much. And, and that's what annoys me about it because yeah. it's like Spider Man had this formulaic kind of storytelling in the eighties. You know, or, 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 or when you talk about the cartoon, maybe like later on when they started doing the video game versions and they were able to bring mm-hmm. the fourth one, all that stuff. He was doing that for so many years. Yeah. So now to like have that, you know, people say, oh, yeah, well, you know, Deadpool is the best. Movie. Well, Deadpool is just copying. But it, it's, it's, also the, it's also the identity, though. I mean, you got to look at it for what it is. I mean, Spider-Man was doing it and it was kind of like the lighter version because Spider-Man is a more iconic hero. And, you know, there's a stricter moral code. Right. Whereas with Deadpool is a guy walking around with two swords and guns. So you pretty much know he's going to have to use these tools at his disposal. Right. So, therefore, you can kind of bring him down a bit and make him right. follow but, but, like, but even like Pep had mentioned earlier on, but Lobo was doing that. You know, I mean, like, it's, yeah. again, I mean, not. No, no, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm saying in terms of, I'm not disagreeing with, you know, that it hasn't been right. done before. I just am making a case for why I appreciate it because no matter what, Deadpool is a person that we see in terms of the violence and the application of how he goes about his business. It's it's more not not down to earth in terms of relatability because nobody's really a merc, but in terms of you have to get your hands dirtier as opposed to other heroes who resort to higher moral means of combating crime. Well, I mean, well, I was with you up until that very last point because the thing is, though, he's getting his hands dirty because he chooses to. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, he could have shot somebody in the shoulder or in the knees and taken them down. Like, in other words, there's a difference between saying, like, no violence at all. Okay, that's, okay, superhero, realistically, you're going to have to hit somebody at some yeah. point or whatever. Versus, I had no other choice but to shoot the guy in the head. It's like, no, you could shot him somewhere else, you know. And like so, like his hyperviolence is, and I mean, I'm not opposed to hyperviolence. I watch lots of movies that have it if it fits and if it works. It's it's not oddly enough. It's never Deadpool's violence that bothers me because again, I'm used to that, and and I'm an adult, and I can accept that. I know it's not real, blah blah blah. blah you know, it's, it's just not? it's just the lack of humor to what people find. It's again, it's a difference of humor. Just like for instance, of the things that I said that I like, but here's an example for me. That I just it just it's how like a, a, what I feel like is desperate humor is when he's talking to Colossus um, at the end and he goes well if I ever decide to become a crime fighting shit swizzler who rooms with a bunch of other little whiners at Neverland Mansion with some creepy old ball Heaven's Gate looking <laughs> motherfucker on that day I'll send your shiny happy ass a friend request and I'm like yeah you really kept trying desperately to be funny I'm like that I got the was head. funny you didn't like it I do no, it's, a, that, it's a matter of that's, opinion and that's, that's what I just said beforehand. I just said, and here's a matter of difference of opinion of joking. It's that I, I, I don't find desperate. I call it like, like for instance, I used to um, but it's also not tell people. Desperate. It is it's just. Well, it is a desperate attempt. It's like, run along well, here's where jokes. I'm leading to. Well, it's a desperate attempt. Like, for instance, when you watch um, like comedians and they'll come on and they'll just make their like, a, like let's say, a, um, God knows that it's a horrible person to bring up in today's age, but let's just bring up like a, a Bill Cosby kind of person. He comes up, he does his joke. It's usually very clean, but it's funny and everyone cracks up. Then you end up turning on like a night at the Apollo. And I mean, this is not even exaggeration. I don't remember who the comedian was. This was years ago. The guy walks out on stage and he's like, motherfuckers, oh, yo, bitches, motherfuckers. And everyone's cracking up. And I'm like, he, he literally has said nothing, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it's like that, 
that whole like I can just keep cursing until you find it funny and it's like I don't find that funny and again it is different humor I'm just saying that it's it feels much more desperate to me as opposed to you didn't invest in being funny you just tried to keep throwing things out until somebody found something that funny itself can be adjusted differently oh again it's all it's all different there yeah you know all right um, is there anything else we want to bring up before we rename the movie and rate it? Um, I also wanted to mention that I thought that the Negasonic Teenage Warhead, she was also I'm equally so as unimportant to have been in the movie. I thought that was a bootleg jubilee. No, well, no. well, 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 well first She's of all, as, as far as that, you're more or less correct because that's not what she does. Her entire ability is precognition. She senses the future. That is it. They gave her this telekinetic atomic bomb power for no other reason. The only reason she was in that film is so that he could make fun of her name. And oddly enough, I thought Kitty Pride in the comic books did a much better job of making fun of her name is that when she's introduced to her, Kitty Pride um, is introduced to her and she just goes, wow, we really have run out of names. <laughs> like, See, exactly. Like, I thought that was much funnier. He was just like, shit, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, funny. Well, no, her, her jokes on, his jokes on her puberty were pretty funny. Right, no, I just meant like the name that like, they brought, because they could have come a young person. They brought that particular person yeah. for that. And also, she's, it's also weird that they brought up because she's been dead for more than a decade of comics mm-hmm. worth. Yeah. Which is also weird that they dragged her out of nowhere. You know? Oh, let, that, let Fox throw a monkey wrench in there. Yeah, again, I just felt like, you know, it was just a pointless thing. Yeah. All right. Anything else before we go to ratings and renaming? Um, or rebranding? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go with um, re- renaming the movie. I'm going to call it Deadpool, the Merc that wasn't that funny. <laughs> Cornball. Okay. <laughs> Kev, tell me what you got. Deadpool, the movie for these not the movie not for these geezers humor. <laughs> All right, uh, a direct stab at us. Yeah, okay. As the Walking Dead. Uh, I was just saying, plays. I just got distracted by that, <laughs> Ralph. Uh, Deadpool. Fuck you, Francis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Mike. Six month of advertising. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I'm surprised they didn't have your own kicks with Deadpool's face on it. And, and some places, probably do. Probably do. All right, there are. I have some in my house. <laughs> so, so wow. Do, do so, you usually have them with ice cream? The cakes? Uh, no, whipped cream. Ah, that's good. Mm, yeah. It's better with salt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, ratings for Deadpool. Um, I guess I'll start it off. Um, I'm gonna go with seven. At least it was better than a Fantastic Four out of ten. <laughs> Still entertaining, but. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Mike? I give it seven fuck Lightfelds out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he was in the movie. Um, but actually, that's from the movie. Yeah. Um, Ralph? I give it two severed middle fingered hands out of two. Wow, you give it a six claws? All right. Oh, my God. So <laughs> his his reputation precedes him. But, but, but I will say the same thing that I said the last time. So this is a perfect movie? Yes. Huh? In my eyes, the, the, no, no, I don't mean that. But I just meant from like, a guy who wears glasses. Go ahead. I'm just saying. So I'm, sorry, I'm saying you have no complaint. We'll reference this in later podcasts. Yes. <laughs> and now it's on podcast. It's gotta be true. Because because if you complain about any one scene from this ever, we'll be revisiting this. <laughs> Did you hear me complain of any scene in this movie? We'll revisit this later. <laughs> I, have, I have not. I have yet to complain. I didn't say anything negative about this movie. All right, all right, gentlemen. All right, and last but not least, the lost one, Big Kev. I give this a. Eight out of ten, fuck Colossus. <laughs> All this, fuck. and it did. <laughs> it it really fucked did. his character. Interesting factoid: it took five people to do the VFX yeah. for Colossus. Oh wow! Yeah, because the actor turned it down. He was like, "Nah, we're good." 
Uh, well, Wait, yeah. what? Yeah, the actor that played Colossus in the movie, he was like, no, I'm good. Oh. In the X-Men. Yeah. Fucker. <laughs> so so that, that's why I was saying that Stefan uh, Kapuchik did so the voice. So all he did was, oh, okay, got it. No, so but that wasn't him. I mean, whoever. Just the voice. Yeah. Whoever Stefan Kapuchik is, he did the voice. Listen, yeah. listen. So you had the guy who did the voice, right? Then you have a guy who's, uh, who's was modeled as the, the face for Colossus. Then you had another guy who did the motion capture for the face for like all the facial expressions and everything. Then you had a whole team to design the the 3D look of him and to they had to create a new technology because of the lines that he had on, on his skin mm-hmm. so that the, it would refresh and like actually move and look natural. Oh. And then you had uh, an actual like standing actor who was a big guy but still had to wear st- uh, stilts so that he could top off at like seven feet something. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fox I'll, actually put their um, special effects money to work. Yeah. yeah. Well, which job. is really funny because I, I love the fact that, that everyone from Deadpool, like the, the directors, Ryan Reynolds, other people, they keep touting. They're like, and you know, this is made on a low budget. And like, it was $58 million. That's, <laughs> that's not a low budget. Right. right? Like, like, a low budget is like. I mean, when you look at Avatar, that's Right. That but but that would be. But that's not how you suggest what low is. <laughs> because if that's the case, okay, you want low, then let's look at making Friday the 13th. Part four yeah. <laughs> at, yeah. at four million dollars. I mean, like, that's a low budget, right? Yeah. But I'm like, they were like, we did this on a low budget. I'm like, it's 58 million dollars, dude. <laughs> Look at Ralph the movie that that was like, you know, two bucks direct to video. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> if anyone has looked at Ralph the movie, let us know because no one has watched it. <laughs> it was actually, it was direct to trash, not to video. <laughs> all I'll say is before I go into the um, um, closing it out, Colossus, they spent all that money on Colossus. Honestly, he looks stiff. For yeah, me, it looked yeah a which stiff. is really weird too. It, yeah, and, and mind you, I mean, don't get me wrong. The motion um, capturing was was great, like the way when he talked and all that stuff. But from his neck down, he just looked like he was like super stiff. But wait a minute, he Colossus has always looked stiff to me in the comics. Check check X two and tell me if he looks stiff. Well, he probably looks more fluid, but still, like because yeah, those graphics, if you use that, I'm good. But he looked like a cartoon version of himself. Just, yeah. X, in X two, he didn't even have any lines. Doesn't matter. Yet. I'm talking about the look. Yeah. All right, all right. So there you have it. Deadpool. It was fun, but to quote Flavor Flav, don't believe the hype. So believe it. No, believe no, it. No. Well, believe it or not, stay right there because Geeks on the Go is next. Geeks on the Go. No more Kev. <laughs> I took it from you. That's my I? line. <laughs> That is my life. Oh man, you what's wrong, Ralph? You a little bit mad because somebody spoiled something for you for once? You would fuck like out of here. I'm angry. Fucking guy. Alright, so here's a segment. <laughs> I give quick questions and shit. They give quick answers on all things geek. Yo, we never make it a new minute, but I'm here. Big Kev. Let's go. Is it took good? twelve minutes just to get the damn thing set. <laughs> <laughs> We're not making it another minute. No. <laughs> we never make it we never make it another minute, but fuck it. Let's give it a try. I mean we did it once. It can happen again. I mean, 76, my favorite number. It was apropos that there was a snowstorm after you guys made it under a minute. <laughs> That's what happens, you know, really like strange weather phenomenon and like it's a sign of the apocalypse and everything. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, all I'll say is that, I mean, it's 50 degrees now, so, you know, anything's possible. All right. In February. Right, look at me. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> In the upcoming Batman v Superman, which character of the holy DC Trinity do you think We'll get the best representation. Ralph. Uh, Wonder Woman. She looks hot. All right. Figures. Uh, <laughs> Mike. Batman. I mean, Superman will try to be Batman, and Wonder Woman will just try to be relevant. Wow. <laughs> Kev. Batman. I mean, 
evidence was in the last trailer they released, it would have been the only trailer, the movie would have been much more interesting. Ah, interesting. All right. Pick a leader from any superhero team that you would trust if you were in charge of 10 rookie heroes. Kev. The leader of Alpha Flight, because Canadians are more friendly. Wait, which leader? <laughs> Vindicator? You got me there. Okay. <laughs> Ralph. Wolverine, because you know he won't take no shit from nobody. He won't take any leadership either. <laughs> exactly. Mike. Uh, well, definitely not Magneto. I mean, who the hell would have a mass murderer train young people? Oh, yeah, the X-Men did. Um, <laughs> so I'll just go with Dick Grayson since he led the Titans. All right. Uh, time's up, but you know what? Fuck it. Um, do, all right. Do you think Marvel is trying too hard to be more diverse than DC? Ralph. Yes. Really? <laughs> We already passed the clock. Now you want to do one more answers? I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Okay. It's possible. I mean, I haven't seen their whole game plan, so I can't really tell. You. But I think thus far, no, nah, I don't think they're they're not. It, it really seems like Marvel's not trying real hard at all. That they're just making it look easy and then throwing it into DC's face. Okay. All right, Kev. If Marvel would stop trying to give their heroes depression, I would greatly appreciate it. <laughs> all right, Mike. Um, Marvel trying to be more diverse than DC. I, DC has diversity. <laughs> Does DC know? Have you not seen Batwing? <laughs> that one? <laughs> That's diversity. Amanda Waller. And it's only a black person. Aren't there other races out there? <laughs> well, well, it's kind of like when they say, you know, like Joe Beetle. Well, you know, there's talks of having that. What was it the the um, was it, um the Arab Green Lantern or whatever? I'm sorry. The the Green Lantern that was like Muslim or something. Mm-hmm. What about it? There's talks of them doing a movie for him. Wow, yeah. they're really moving ahead. They're really desperate. <laughs> they're, they're they're really moving out of 1950. Finally, that could end the war. <laughs> All right, now another Green Lantern movie from DC that'll start a war. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. All right, and lastly, use Batman's Rogue Gallery and pick pick one villain to represent each of today's Meanwhile 22 panelists. Kev, I actually gave this some thought. MFG, the Riddler. Ooh, Riddle me this. The Cat, Harvey Dent. <laughs> the Tech, Jervis Tech. Jervis uh, Tech. Oh wow, okay, Jervis Tech. Well, he did, he did some research. All right, good job, Ralph. Uh, actually, he, me and Kev, we think alike. I did have the Riddler for for Mike. Ah, still Riddle me this. <laughs> for Kev, I had Bane. Naturally. And for Cap, Catman. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Blake, Catman. All right. All right. And last but not least, MFG. All right. For Cap, I have Bane. Not because he has immense strength or is addicted to steroids, but because he looks better with a luchador mask covering his face. (laughs) (laughs) For Ralph, I have Anarchy because he has improvised technology that can subvert governments, but he's lame. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Kev, I have Hush because that's what we tell him every time he starts talking about Jack Bauer. (laughs) You don't even want to hush when we talk about Jack Bauer. And I even have one for me. There we go. Catwoman. Why? Because I've got a nice rack. <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought it was because you like to lick yourself. <laughs> and there's that too. Well, when, you have a, when you have a BBC, you could do that all day. Well, it was either that or I was going to be called Deathstroke because the name gives a clue to how I, how I kill my enemies. They die with their zippers down and a smile on their faces. <laughs> I feel sorry for your loved one. <laughs> I feel sorry for your mother. Oh, my God. Honorable um, mentions, real quick. Honorable mentions. Go ahead. MFG, Rupert Thorne. Ooh. The Cat, Black Mask. <laughs> the Tech, The Clock King. Oh, I can see that. Does he ever set his clock so that he's not late? 
<laughs> no, 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 no. The Spanish clock king. He's ah. always there. <laughs> the Spanish clock king said he's going to blow up this place at noon. Oh, we got to one. <laughs> Which is why he's always foiled. <laughs> All right. Foiled again. All right. Do we have any shout outs? Yeah, shout out to me because keep staying tuned. I will be putting out a new version of the app that's already out there. I should say not a new version, but a version of it to put some more things on there. Nice little scrubber slider. Nice little saving your podcast when you leave, et cetera, et cetera. This way, no excuse of, you know, I was listening to the podcast and I didn't know where my place was. Now you'll have it. Go back to the same podcast and it will go back to that spot where you left off. That's awesome. Hasn't been released yet, but it is coming up hopefully within another week or so. All right. Any any, um, shout outs for you, Ralph? I got to shout out to the Troublemakers. You know who you are. I want to see if you guys listen to this. Troublemakers. Okay, I'm, right. curi- I'm curious to ask you after the show. But what if they're Troublemakers, about. aren't they in jail? Are we getting played in jail? Could you imagine if we had a big <laughs> prison following? That would be so cool. That would be great. <laughs> that would be so... What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just walking out. Hey, aren't you MFG? Yeah. I want to kill you. <laughs> you said Deadpool's for lame Do I look fucking lame? <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> you sound lame. <laughs> now let me run ahead of you. <laughs> Kev, what about you? Um, shout out to you guys. I mean, I miss being on the podcast. I miss you guys and um, keep the impressions going. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, a bad Kev. Sorry. Just remember, Kev, <laughs> blink once for yes, two for no, all right, in case you need help. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so fucked up. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to my sister. Hopefully, she is doing better there. I hope so. I want her up and around. So... Much love to your much younger and much more handsome brother. He said that with a smile, which means he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My shout outs are quick and easy. Um, much like you, right? Shit it. <laughs> Hips to time. You married her? Oh. <laughs> I hope Gigi chops you in the fucking throat. <laughs> shout out to Hips to Tom and Ivan who were begging me, next podcast, it's us. And I said, I got to see. I want them on. I just, you know, we got to see. So I'm waiting to see if they're here. Is that a challenge? Oh, Hipster Times been trying to get on again for the past couple of podcasts. No, 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 no. no. What's I mean, he got to say? No, no, no. I, I like. Are we gonna have to throw down again? Am I gonna have to set everybody straight again? Like, <laughs> well, well, Hipster Times already trying to creep up on your record. Well, what's Hipster Time got to say? And what does Ivan have to say? Well, Hipster Time already said, you know, Walking Dead. He wants to be on. Ivan said, no matter what, he wants to be on. No matter what, that was a quote. Then, then, I had to listen to him I had to bend on, my, on one knee then like, I'm going to have to start to think man. about like an all Spider-Man podcast that we're going to have to have <laughs> in honor of Mr. Cooper being here <laughs> so okay there we go with that shout out I want to hear a response I dare you guys to say something alright shout out to Erin haven't heard from her in a while hope everything's okay hope she's listening Erin Ruben same thing what, what the hell's going on Ruben yep and shout out to Johannes you know what I know you saw Deadpool twice which by now you've probably seen it four times I challenge you to send um, either Mike or, or Ralph or myself of uh, an audio clip of a, maybe a 30 seconds to a minute long to tell us what you thought of the movie because you're very gung-ho about comic books and I know you're gung-ho about Deadpool so I want to hear what you got to say. Gung-ho about Deadpool, I thought I liked you. I thought I knew you, Johannes. <laughs> I thought I knew you. Johannes, I saw it twice too. You're not alone, brother. <laughs> Obviously alone at theaters. So. Oh, actually not. 134 million, that's definitely not alone in the theater. So. Yeah, way to backtrack your own attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. But back, notice how I do it during the show. You shot your own joke yeah. in the back of the head. Very, very Deadpool of you. <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm not even going to respond to that. But all I'll say is, guys, another great, another great way to end the show. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, RT Square, Ralph the Tech, and the lost one, aka the committed one, Big Kev. This is the Cap <laughs> saying, "Keep it geeky." And when you find Kev again, please let me know. Please, please. <laughs>